You know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 345. Yes, sir. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys so much for being here. Woo. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So it is the um last week Ooh. of April. Uh, at least the last week that we're planning on recording in April. And we've been doing uh, April Fools with some dad jokes before we got into our weekend. <laughs> and so, uh, Tim Router. Yes, sir. Why don't you hit us off with some dad jokes and then fill us in on how your week's been? Of course, sir. What do you call a sheep without legs? Oh, I don't know. A cloud. that was pretty good right Uh, yeah yeah here's the thing i love my rock hard hone six pack so much i protect it with a good layer of lard yeah yeah exactly amen to that i like that Uh uh-huh cliffhanger endings are incredibly frustrating it's true they're they're just <laughs> nice. That was pretty good. I like one that. more. Not even orcas dare attack an octopus. It's too well armed. Ooh, uh, yes, it is. I like it. There you go. I like it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Piper's topic of the week. R.I.P. the Nashville Predators in the playoffs. Oh my gosh! Got- I thought you were gonna say the dog. No, no, no. Oh, my no. gosh. Holy no. crap. That's we, totally what I thought you I'm were going to so say. Sorry. I was I probably not shouldn't have done that, that, but now nope. I am. Nope. Sorry. Should wow. not have said that. Oh, but, shoot. Um, is the Preds mm. are out of the playoffs thanks to your stupid Dallas Stars. They deserve not it. bitter or anything. Yeah, they did deserve it. You know what? Dallas outplayed us, and they wanted it more. And that's, uh, that's exactly that is we'll the see result. see where it goes next round. Uh, I'm, Who knows I'm, about that? Listen, I'm excited for them. They're them against the blues is going to be a very good series. So mm-hmm. I'm, ki- I'm kind of rooting for them, yeah. but the blue, the blues would have a pretty amazing story because they were January 1st, they were in last place and they've climbed all yeah. the way back into the playoffs. And if they were to, to go on in advance, it would definitely be a huge Cinderella story for hockey. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we, we watched uh, game six uh, Piper and I were watching and, uh, you know, she stayed up for the whole game and then, uh, and then there was a lot of crying on my end, not on her, but, uh, <laughs> no, it was good. It was a good season and, uh, I'm still watching the playoffs and it's, it's so much fun and, and we're having a good time. Uh, this past weekend of obviously was Easter. We hosted Easter, had, uh, the family over. It was great to see. I haven't seen Dan and Gretchen and the kids in a while. And Piper was just like over the moon and we were playing outside. It was a gorgeous day. So we had cornhole in the back. We had hey, a fire pit back there. Nice. We had just all kinds of fun stuff going on. And it was just a great family time just to be together. And um, uh, next year, we're definitely going out for dinner and not going to host yeah. <laughs> because of the stresses of it all. Yes, that's right. But, mm-hmm. uh, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. We had a really great time. Um, man, just it's been kind of a boring week. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff coming up. Um, Piper has basically some sort of extracurricular activity every day after school from here until the end of school. So now. you got to keep her out of gangs. Woo. Right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's how we keep her off the streets, man. Come that's on. Right, baby. So, um, 
so yeah, it's just it, we're it, there's a lot of running around, uh, especially now that she has made it in uh, to the cheer uh, on the cheer team, and so that's just that's going to be a whole nother ball game. Uh, we had a soccer game on Monday. The girls played. Gr- I'm sorry, on Tuesday the girl plays great. We, we have another one on Saturday, and then like in two weeks the soccer season is over. So that that'll be nice. That'll kind of nice bring it back a little bit. Um, other than that, man, just kind of working and getting back in the swing of things after Mexico, which man, I would love to go back right now and have some more mojitos and just be on the beach. Yes. Have them brought to you. Exactly. Um, this, I am avoiding downtown Nashville, like the plague this weekend. That is for sure. There is so much activity going on and it's great. I'm excited for the draft to be here and for Nashville to kind of, Oh my gosh, I did not realize it was in Nashville. It's in Nashville, baby. It's been Nashville. All yeah, my ESPN man. people have been on the streets of Nashville, and it's been amazing that watching is ESPN nuts. because I'm like, uh, oh, I watch great? these guys every day, and now look, my yep. my town is their backdrop. <laughs> I know, man, I love it. I'm I'm my really coworkers. proud of it. I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super proud of it. I think it's great. I'm just going to avoid it because there's going to be so much traffic, and you got the Music City Marathon on Saturday. That's what, uh, I have to be down uh, there for that. By the way, you do, don't you? <gasps> yes, I am very Ooh, sad about it. Yes, you would be. And the draft yeah, is happening I, I, on Saturday as well, right? It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Thursday, yeah, I believe it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I might so just stay down there. It's, I mean, can you imagine if the Preds were still in it too? Then we would be playing on Thursday and Saturday. I think oh my that would gosh. be like, so. You know, you're welcome. There you go. Well, that's another reason why we let the Dallas Stars win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to clog up Nashville this weekend. Um, anyway, this weekend is also for us. It's Main Street Festival, so Lauren's going to have a tent outside uh, her store, and they shut down all of Main Street for Saturday and Sunday. So it's going to be a really busy weekend. She'll be there like Friday night. I got to set up the tent and everything, and then Saturday, Piper's got a soccer game at 9 a.m., and then I got to go get the puppies' final shots at Petco, and there's just all kinds of craziness going on. Um, so it's just going to be kind of a hectic weekend, but it'll be good. And, um, and life is good at, over at the router household. Um, on the gaming front, I finished Far Cry New Dawn this morning. Oh, nice. Hey, there you I, go. I, I decided to just stop with all the extracurricular stuff. Let's mainline it. Cause I just, I want to get to Spider-Man. It is loaded in, ready to go. I'm very much looking forward to it. So, nice. um, so that will be my next move. And this, and I was debating, Maybe chasing the platinum on New Dawn, but I was like, you know what? I'm only like 60% there, and I just, I just want to move on. I've been playing this game since it came out, so uh, I think it's, it's time. Like, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like over, over, over enjoy it as, as uh-huh. much. I think, um, I, I think I like five a, uh, better. I do like how they tied in a lot of elements with five, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to some Spider-Man coming up. There and, you go. Uh, that, nice. Oh yeah, that's I forgot it. you still have that to get to. Yep, yep. So that's that's what I'll be hitting, and I'll probably be on that one for a while. And that I am going to chase the platinum because I know you guys have, and uh, and you just had so much fun with it. So I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be great. That and Clash Royale. That's it for me. Back to you. <laughs> there nice. you go. <laughs> Ed Placencia. Oh yes, sir. Where are you at? Uh, right now, I am in. Chris McCracken's dining room. Yeah, hey, baby. <laughs> All right. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Tejas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I um, flew in this morning and uh, had a nice, nice, smooth uh, couple of flights, a smooth arrival, smooth picking up of the luggage. 
And then uh, the smooth picking up of myself by Chris. And uh, man, it's just so <laughs> nice to walk out of an airport and see a face like Chris McCracken oh, waiting for you there. Amen. And, Isn't uh, it though? <laughs> oh man, just so nice. And so it's just been awesome. Spent the day with uh, with him and Stacy, and got to see where they work and uh, went to a Mexican restaurant and a coffee shop and a grocery store and just kind of, you know, and then, you know, it's just been really cool just sitting out on the back porch and just sitting outside and just talking. Yes. And um, man, it's, you know, it's nice. the kind of talks that, that, that guys need to have, mm-hmm. you know, you need to have that someone that you can connect with and have a, have a talk like that with. So it was just, uh, you know, it's just the first day and uh, <laughs> it's, it's been an awesome day. Um, had a good week uh, this weekend. We had a couple of, of friends over, got to introduce them to VR. Oh, uh, yeah. Of, oh, nice. Of course, the Excellent. first thing we did was put them into Rush of Blood. Oh, and, um, as you do. Well, it, it's funny, too, because he, he went first and he played a few levels. And then his wife, who's a very, you know, a, a picture, uh, you know, um, she, uh, she's a fashion blogger and very, you know. Oh, uh, wow. Proper. You know, just not, she's not proper, but. You would think she is if you didn't know her. Okay. Uh, and so I see. we were trying to get her to, you know, just, you don't even have to play the level. Just put it on so you can see what it looks like. And she put it on and she, she was like, well, okay, I'll, I'll play a level. I'll play a level. Played through it and got to the end. And I was like, that's awesome. We can go to a different game now if you want. And she's like, well, no, I'm not quitting now. And she like uh, nice. Four more levels after that. No it was way. So good. Much good. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, the Tapmans. I love were that you, your your go to is that game for VR. It's like, hi, would you like to experience <laughs> VR and pee your pants at the same time? Well, well here you go. I, I said, I said, do you want to start with something you know, kind of easy and low key, and we'll work our way up to this one? And and uh, they were both like, no, let's let's just jump right into it. Let's go all if in. We're gonna do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Come on, yeah, y'all. let's go. Exactly. Wow, exactly. that's funny. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the Tapmans came over uh, this weekend. And uh, watched them play Overcooked, and um, the people who were not playing, we had to leave the room because they were stressing the rest of us. Out. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. really? That's amazing! Wow. So, amazing! Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch, just um, having a great time. But of course, with that game, still that's that's kind of a given. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumped into some Dead by Daylight on Friday. Ooh, some more. And, what, or was that, that the one I watched? That's the one you watched. Oh yes. gosh, yeah. To and how are, what are your thoughts? Well, I it was kind of a bummer because I was like, I, I you know, I want to play a game that maybe I haven't played before. Oh, this was uh-huh. free back in October. I'll download it and PlayStation. You know, got the notification your game is ready to go. So I fired it up and played the tutorial, and then the game actually hadn't finished downloading. You could just start the game. So I couldn't play the That's game. That's right. I could just play the tutorial. So I sat there for about three hours and read the manual. That was and next made level. Jokes and oh, it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> and, and killed time for three hours until the game finally downloaded. And um, only, of course, by the time it downloaded, uh, I only had a, a little bit of time left. And so Lem actually was able to jump in. Lem played with us. We screamed like little kids. Oh, yes, you and did. And had so much fun. It was oh, good. such a good time. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, I think Gabe downloaded it. And I, I believe we're going to try to hook I up mean, for a game sometime. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I did download mm-hmm. it. That's all I got to say about that. Did you then delete it? No, I still have it. 
Okay, all right. I, all right. I'm honestly kind of shocked that you even added to library. I mean, <laughs> I know because I, I don't think I, he was telling me about it today, and I don't think I did that. So I was like, "Doggone it, I can't play it." Because I don't think I added it to my library. When stuff po pops up on PS Plus, even if I'm like, I'm not playing that, I'm like, you know what, just in case. Yeah, I mean, it's a good be, idea. Yeah, Smart. There could be something yep. that could happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I jumped back into, I, I restarted Horizon Zero Dawn this week. Yes. And have been loving that, visiting that again. I never played the DLC and uh, oh, yeah. I, I knew if I tried to, I'd forget all the controls. So That's I'm like, right. you know what? I'll just start from the beginning do it all and man i forgot i knew i loved the game yeah man i forgot how much fun it is it's just a blast and it's been nice. really cool being back in that world and then uh i got a package in the mail this week our good friend lem we've talked many times on this podcast about what a nice guy he is he's awesome uh, he's yep. awesome and he said have you ever played disney infinity i said no i never have and he said well we have like eight copies on eight consoles i'll send you one <laughs> so I got a shoebox full of figurines and and discs and uh, hopped into Disney Infinity. And, you know, because it has the figurines on the pad, uh, I kind of expected it to be like Lego Dimensions. But really, the only similarity is that it's figurines on, on a, a game pad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was, you know, after the stream, I kept playing it and... Uh, Really had a nice time. So yeah, I never of... got to play Disney Infinity, uh, mm -hmm. but so many people I know that did play it yep. were like so heartbroken when it went yeah. away. And they're like, I yeah. can't believe this is such a good thing. Why is it going away? Kind yeah, of yeah, it was such a bummer. So I'm gonna <clears throat> put on my Josh Stapleton hat, I think, and maybe hit up some garage sales and see if I can't find. Hey, some, there you go. Some there extra you go. Nice. And what have you? Um, but you know, I. I shouldn't say this while Chris is here because uh -oh. you don't <laughs> want to spoil a gift or anything. Oh, this is fun. What? As a thank you for letting them stay, uh, letting me stay at their house, I actually got them a new refrigerator. Really? And You're a big spender. Nice. nice. I, I can't wait to see their faces light up when they open it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Slid <laughs> a dad joke in there. That's good. <laughs> that was perfect. I guess, Edward. Dude. I figured Perfect. I'd put mine at the end because I truthfully forgot in the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, being here with the, with the McCrackens, it's only been a day, but I know it's going to go by really fast because they say time flies like an arrow and fruit flies like a banana. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's very true. I don't know. Very true. I don't, I'm not smart enough to get it. That one? Fruit okay. flies. Fruit, Fruit flies. Like a They're banana. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know those little bugs that fly around? Yeah, I know what a fruit bananas? fly is. Yep, yep. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I got Just it. Making I like sure. it. Yeah. Just making hey, sure. Hey, listen. If two out of the three of the people get it, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking about that coincidence joke for like three days after you told it last week. I, didn't know. <laughs> I still don't know what that one means. Well, speaking of not getting it, the difference between a numerator and a denominator is a short line, and only a fraction of people will understand that one. Hey, that's true. All right. <laughs> I get go. that one. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. Do you know where you go to make ice cream or to learn to make ice cream? Oh, to learn to make ice cream? Uh, hmm. No. At a Sunday school. Sunday ah! school. Doggone <laughs> nice. it. Nice. And finally, um, 
when we pulled into Chris's neighborhood, we saw a man outside washing his car with his son, and the son was screaming, can't you just use a sponge? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well There's going to be fingerprints okay. all over that car. <laughs> I'm really going to miss these next month. He got to not be cleaned up with his son. <laughs> That's good. Can you scream, 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 scream. Remy's out there on the windshield. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, shit. Oh, That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. I like well it. Well played, Edward. Ed. Well played. Thank you. Good job. Chris McCracken. You All right, you start guys off wanna... with some jokes or end with some jokes? Starting out with the jokes. Do y'all want to hear a joke about paper? Mm-hmm. Always. Ah, never mind. It's terrible. Nice. <laughs> Doggone it. Nice. <laughs> That's good. That's How good. does a penguin build its house? Oh, boy. I don't know. It glues it together. It glues it together. Mm-hmm. Of course it Why does. can't you hear their pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Oh, I know this one. Why is that? Because the P is silent. Hey! hey! Nice. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Okay, I told my nephew I thought Fortnite was a stupid name for a game. Yeah. I think it's just too weak. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Chris, that's the best one right there, brother. And best lastly, one. but I not least... It. <laughs> what is Beethoven's favorite fruit? Uh, Beethoven's favorite fruit? Uh, yes. Oh, I know this one, but I'm not going to say it. I don't know. A banana. <laughs> banana. A banana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, no, come on. That was joyous. That, one. that was joyous. I saved it for last because I liked That's it. That's a great Aww. one. That is it's a all great about one. about the delivery. But yep. you got it, so there's that, right? That's true. That's a step ahead. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's a step um, ahead of some other jokes. <laughs> real quick to touch on today, just can't reiterate enough all the stuff that Ed said. It's been so such a joy to have him here. We were looking forward to it like forever. I I didn't even go to work yesterday. I was like, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> and then <laughs> so yeah. you're just preparing your body. And yeah, and getting getting things ready. And then all day today I've been like for some reason, I've been thinking it's Thursday, and then I get all lit up like, oh my gosh, wait, no, it's only Wednesday. We have a whole nother day. I wasn't expecting kind of thing. So that's amazing. And looking so forward to this weekend with the whole Overwatch, mm. uh, whatever they're calling it now. It used to be called, I still feel like calling it the ultimate weekend, and that's what I'm going to call it. It changed the name of it, but it's going to be so much fun. I'm looking forward to, they already get seeing tweets and stuff from the commentators and the players and stuff because they're in town and all that kinds yep. of stuff. Well, when tell us about start? that one tweet that you talked about when we were playing Apex the other day. Um, so shoot, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but there's one of the people that uh, are one of the desk people that will commentate in between games and stuff and kind of break things down, like maybe mm -hmm. during halftime or as the teams are switching out, made a comment about coming to Dallas. And I had mentioned before, or, or at least to these guys, I don't remember on the show, but the, the event is sold out. And I didn't know exactly how many people that meant. And this commentator said that it's 9,000 people. Wow. So it's sold out at 9,000 people. And that's the only mm. time I've seen a number attached to it. And he's like someone that works on the Overwatch League, you know. Was it Brennan circuit. Hook? Was that his? Uh, I don't remember his name, honestly. Oh, okay. I can't think of that off the top of my head. I don't have that tweet right in front yeah, of me. I think me. it was Brencasts. At Brencasts okay. is what you said. Yeah. Me. That mm. sounds right. But yeah, that that was, I mean, I knew it was going to be several thousand. But I was like, wow, 9,000 people. That's, that's yeah. ridiculous. He said, um, he said, Dallas Fuel Homestead is going to be madness. 9,000 sold out tickets. I'm about it. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's great. So that is, I mean, it's just going to be, I mean, I mean, it's, it's going to put the little, the small kind of like watch party that I went to like to shame because this is going to be such a big hoopla event. At least that's what I'm expecting. So I'm super looking forward to it. Excited to 
to experience it with with Ed and with Kale, and it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. That is um, on be this great. past weekend on Good Friday, uh, we had some friends come into town of ours from Oklahoma, and we actually I finally got to go and check out the National Video Game Museum, which is here in Frisco, which is just north of Dallas. And I had never been there. Which is crazy and you'd never been there. I, I know. Awesome. That was that close. It is crazy because it's it's one of those things where like I heard it was like, oh, yeah, it's here around. And then when I finally did some digging, I'm like, what? It's in Frisco? That's like mm. around the corner. So I finally got to go check that out. It was really cool. A lot of fun. Um, it's possible that me and Ed are going to get to go on over there at some point during this week as well because I think he'd really get a kick out of it as well. Um, it's, it's a lot, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, is it going to be just like a little bitty thing or is it, and mm -hmm. it was actually a really good, decent size. They had a lot of stuff representing all kinds of things. They had like old dev kits from like the Sega Saturn and from the Xbox and all these other old time consoles. Yes, you can see, you can see dev unit crazy. stuff. You can see dev unit stuff for the Game Boy and all mm. kinds of crazy things there. And just a, a really cool little walk down memory lane, lots of neat information. It's definitely the kind of place where even though I've been there once, like, I don't feel like I saw it all. I, I would oh, get cool. enjoyment out of going a second time and, and yeah. taking another gander at everything. So that was a lot of fun. Got to spend uh, some good time on Easter with the family. Saw my dad uh, and stepmom in the morning and then went and had lunch with my, my mom and my stepdad and my sister and her little boy and my nephew, Tristan, and her, her husband, Tim. So that was a lot of fun. Got to eat lunch with them and just chat and catch up because we haven't seen them and it feels like a good while. So that was really good. And then work, like I said, I was only at work on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I had to go <laughs> go to the doctor and then just was like, ah, you know what? You probably shouldn't go to work today. So <laughs> I just stayed at home. I was yeah, like, hold did. on. I did have a, so the main thing that we had on Tuesday is we had this one big meeting in the middle of the day. And I was like, I can call into that and I can just do that from home on my computer. That's no big deal. Yeah. Nice. So I just did it that way. And that's kind of how I worked from home, if you will. So that was really cool. And then just, just some vacuuming, cleaning up, making the house look spotless and bam, Eduardo. There you go. I saw a wild Eduardo at the at the at the <laughs> yeah. airport. Not to pick him up. <laughs> um, on the gaming front, uh, I have played a little bit of Overwatch. I'm almost finished with the battle pass on Apex, so I've kind of been hunkering down on that, trying Oof. to get to the end of it. So that's another hundred levels. Oh wow! Um, wow, dude. I'm almost there. I think I'm at like 94, and it goes to 100. So mm. trying to get that knocked out. And then pretty soon I was able, thanks to my buddy Gabe here, Hi. get my hands on a copy of, is it Sekiro or Sekiro? I don't know the exact way. Yeah, I think shout it's Sekiro. Out to EJ. And that thing, yes, yeah, shout out to EJ. I'm so looking forward to jumping into that game. Because Me it's, too. I got it all loaded man, up. Oh, really? Nice. nice. Oh, he said it's brutal. It, I've watched a lot of it on Twitch and I'm like, there's yeah. no way I would finish this game. <laughs> I, I'll, sell the, I'll say this. Bloodborne, I never played the Souls games, any of them. Bloodborne was really hard, but also so much fun. And I didn't beat Bloodborne, so I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to sit here and go all the way distance with Sekiro, but I am so looking forward to it because every minute that I spent with Bloodborne, once I felt like I got the hang of it, it's like you're, uh, you, you're doing it and you're trying to figure out the combos and things, and then it's just like a, a switch happened for me, and then I kind of had it. I would still struggle at times, but I knew what I did wrong and how to fix it and how to get better at the game. And so I'm totally looking forward to this, this version of that style of game. Sick. I've not watched That's any awesome. of the, I've seen a little, a few little videos about it, but I haven't watched any streams or anything. Cause I don't, I want to just learn it and figure it out on my own kind of thing. Yes. I've stayed away from it as well. Yeah. I've just mm -hmm. watched a few review things that kind of where they give you a little bit of a high level overview of it, but no specifics. Like this is how you want to block or parry or any of that kind of stuff. I don't right. know any of it. It's all new to me. 
So I'm totally looking forward to jumping into that sometime uh, after Eduardo leaves because we got a busy week the rest of this week. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And oh, uh, that is it for me. One thing I forgot in my update, speaking of, of new games like that, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've all been kind of on the fence on Days Gone and kind of like it. We think oh, it's looking yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Looking yeah better. man. And then, Gabe, was it you that uh, got that message from Brett Bodden that was like, hey, I got to yes. test yep. it out yep. on Twitter? And, and after I saw that, I went and pre-ordered it. Did Brett you? Bowden, it wow. was, the, was the turning point that I did not expect to happen. So, because he mm-hmm. said he pre-ordered it as well. He said right after he got to play, where did he play a demo or got to see a little bit of it or something? Something like that. yeah. He it said like he was at right some out event or something. Pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That so, is awesome. I cannot you, wait Brett. to hear about it. I want to play it too. Right. That is crazy. If that turns out to be a really good game. I know, right? We all slept on that. I, I'm just saying we were late to that party, boy. We were yeah, right? absolutely. Oh, yeah. We brought up the rear on that one. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> right at the last minute. If yeah, that exactly. game ends up being... Uh, I mean, us too. Us too. I'm here. Yeah. If that game ends up being as good as, you know, we're kind of now switching to anticipating it being, that is just insane how much stuff Sony's been able to come out with this generation that has just been off the charts they haven't not everything's been that way i mean you know we've got knack we've got knack too yeah i mean we don't have everything but it's like man it's just how do they Mm -hmm. how do they do it okay so just to recap that that tweet uh hop tonger brett t bodden said just played the days gone demo guys this game is gonna be great let me preface something real quick Mm -hmm. brett is up there with the stapletons yes Mm -hmm. yes 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 these are very very nice gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. So I tweeted him back. I said, really? Like day one great? He said, yes. It honestly wasn't really even on my radar, but after playing it, I'm going to pre-order it. And I said, what? Wow. Gra- I said, what grabbed you about it? He said, you, you have to think outside the box and use your surroundings to take out hordes of zombies. Plus, the different types of zombies and how they respond to you was interesting. For example, the little ones uh, the only attack you when they sense you're low on health. Stealth felt good, too. Wow. Nice. And very, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I like it. Definitely. Um... Shoot. So I've, uh, am I next? Are you done, Chris? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, well, yeah. All right. Mr. Pazillo, yeah, you're up. Pazillo. <laughs> Pazillo. My tongue so got stuck there. Sorry. I got a lot of uh, family stuff going on. Oh, mm. no. What's going on? Um, okay. It's not bad stuff, but like oh, okay. uh, my aunt is having twins in, mm-hmm. like really late in life. Mm-hmm. And my mm. dad thinks she should name the girl Denise. And the boy, the nephew. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Um, I like it. And then my uncle, uh-huh. he's having no. naming problems. Oh, oh no, no, man. I know, because he got these dogs. He named one Rolex and named one Timex. Yeah. And he, he says they're his watchdogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, Wow. <laughs> My wife, uh, Jenny Lynn, after dinner, <laughs> she asked me if I could clear the table. Mm. Uh-huh. I needed a running start, but I made it. Oh, well done. Oh, well done. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is I bet you could do it, too. Uh, not our table. 
<laughs> I know. Our Please t- film yourself trying. Our, yeah, exactly. Our <laughs> table's 80 inches long. Um, I believe. So, yeah, well, thank you for believing. Uh, <laughs> one more I family joke. Uh, your mama's so stupid. Oh, no. How stupid is she? She couldn't pour water out of a boot if the instructions were written on the heel. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I, I, I can't leave my dad out of this. Mm. Uh, I bought my dad a belt mm-hmm. made of one hundred dollar bills. Oh wow! Yeah, Ooh, he he fancy. Yeah, he don't like it. It's, it. It was a waste of money. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do this every week? I want you guys to know how hard I'm staring at the camera. You guys just can't see mm. me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Last one. Do you guys know how Mario talks to his dead brother? Ooh. No. Yes. With a Luigi board. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, no. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, though. <laughs> oh, shoot. It was good. Yeah, good times. I think we've told this one, but I'll, I'll say it real quick, just because the last week, you guys know the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's real heavy and one's a little lighter. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't remember that one. That one's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'd keep going. I, I have some unemployment jokes, but none of them work. So. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I bet they, they're still collecting checks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I've been at Disney these last couple days. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Living my best life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been it's been fun um, because uh, I love Disney like a lot. Right. Yeah. And mm. uh, it was it's a new so Night of Joy, which was like the Christian festival that they um, had for years and years and years. One of my first yeah. shows. I, I, for those that don't know, I've been with kind of like Toby Mac or DC Talk since like the beginning of time. And so one of my first shows I ever did with DC Talk was actually in 92 at at Disney World. And mm. so last year, the hurricane, so Night of Joy was slowly dying anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the hurricane hit two years ago, Irma, I think it was. Mm. And it just like crushed Night of Joy. Nobody was there. They had to cancel half of it. And that kind of killed Night of Joy. So they canceled Night of Joy. So we were kind of all like grieving the fact that we wouldn't be able to go to Disney every year anymore and, and things like that, you know, first world problems. And right. and then somebody, whoever was kind of getting acts for night of joy also gets acts for some of these other things that they do. And they have a thing called the flower and garden festival going on right now. And so almost every day of that, they have a musical act and they asked us to come out. And so that was really nice. cool. Very different. Um, you do three shows an evening um, 30 oh, wow. minutes each. Yes. And so it's one thing to like kind of <laughs> so get it's like an amusement park show. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so you kind of like crank up the engine and go out there mm-hmm. and do 30 minutes and then have to shut the engine down and then crank wow. the engine back up for 30 minutes and then shut the engine down. And then What's can- that like? Exhausting. Is this, at the American, is this at the American stage in Epcot? It's in Epcot. I guess it's at the American stage. I don't remember where we were exactly at, but it's the only like amphitheater type yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stage that's that was right, there. Yeah. So yeah, that's where we were next to, right next that's to Japan. Awesome, 
Yep. 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 Um, and That's so it. it was very cool because we had the mornings off and, you know, they gave us a guide. And so we got to go do all the things I, I, I didn't get to do with the kids, which was like Avatar. I didn't get to do or yeah. like the mm-hmm. Seven Dwarves Mind Train, um, of course, ran around and did, you know, just all the things. Everest. Yeah. Um Went over to Toy Story Land, hadn't rode Slinky Slinky Dog yet, which Slinky Dog is not a great roller coaster. However, one of the reasons we <laughs> rode it was because she was like, well, when you go up the hill on Slinky Dog and you look to your left, you can see Star Wars being built. And ah. so there's two um, there's two ramps on, on that one that you can kind of look over and just stare into where oh, uh, nice. Star Wars is being built. And it looks there you a- go amazing oh wow oh it looks so good it's gonna be awesome Mm -hmm. i think it opens in august and so Mm -hmm. from august 2019 till probably the end of time there will be no more down moments at disney world (laughs) right no um just i think some of the other things they've announced is like they're doing a guardians of the galaxy ride Mm -hmm. and i mean it's just like it's gonna get crazy they own too much and the fact that they're like actually willing to pump out rides for things because you got to remember disney of old wasn't really like oh that movie worked let's put a ride out remember there's yeah, no right. frozen ride right. there's no like lion king ride mm-hmm. um there was no there's a lion king show but no there's ride. a lion king show but not a ride yep. but like you know they just added ariel you know what i'm saying to mm-hmm. disney world at least uh, only like five four or five years ago there is a frozen ride well, there is, is there? yep it's where in norway at epcot what do you do? I, didn't want, I don't want to oops you. It's a water ride. And you just wow. kind of go around. The, I will say the animatronics are Is it frozen amazing. water. That doesn't seem to make sense. <laughs> you would think. But yeah, it's the weird. The weird part about it is it. So Norway used to have like their own uh, water ride and called. Oh, what was it called? Shoot. I'm going to get. And they just water. repurposed it for frozen. The Maelstrom. It was called the Maelstrom. And they repurposed it um, to suit frozen. And it's, oh it's a good gosh. ride. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good ride. But yeah, a lot of people are like, huh. really frozen in Norway? But I guess it makes sense. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Ah, but yeah, it, know it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. You wrote it? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, so I didn't know about that one. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's just funny because you think of, you know, uh, I think, who was it? Who's the one that, who's the one you dance with, Tim? Like they choose people out of the crowd and you get to do the play along with her. It's at the bell uh, uh, bell story time. Yeah. Like the fact yes. that they just We're, added bell story time, the fact that they just brought on, um, you know, Ariel and, and mm-hmm. little mermaid, you're like, Oh man, they're digging way far back. So, yeah. Um, well, and even before my whole thing was, why are they doing an avatar thing in animal kingdom? Yeah. Like that's like, so I thought that and was who cares cool. about avatar. I mean, but seriously. that's the thing. Like they're kind of future proofing because he is coming out with three more we don't know when but like they're kind of future proofing it and it could be awesome again or it could completely suck and we don't know they're taking a gamble i think it will be the latter they surround the ride around those animals the ikar or whatever they call them Mm -hmm. the banshees i think they call them banshees in the movie yes the blue Um, dudes no those are the navi but like the things that they ride those dragon oh yeah the fly fly right so you're riding one of those in the ride so i think that's why they put it in animal kingdom and probably they had the room for it 
Yeah, it's actually a really great ride. I hadn't done it before. It was a great, I, great ride. I still haven't done it yet I, yeah. because the lines are too long, and we just never got fast. When pass, so I I'm was there, to do the, the the minute wait was two hundred and ten minutes, which is three and a half hours. Whoosh. Wow! Jeez. And how long not was the ride? Gonna do it. Um, it's not worth three and a half hours. The ride's good. No, it's not no right. ride is worth three and a half hours. No, no, no. Rather no, go no, to no. the pool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so uh been doing that, still making our way through Kingdom Hearts with the kids. Oh, good. I, honestly, kind of just hoping I'm coming to the end of it. Really? Oh jeez. No. Do you think you I'm are sorry? already? I don't know. We're in it for I think I I saved it. We're in it for twenty five hours. No, nah, man, you ain't scratched the surface. Oh no. come on, man! Don't say that. I don't. Well, I don't know. I just in? hear those are really long games. Oh man, I'm sorry <sighs> though. That stinks because I know you were looking forward to it. What, what's What's the thing that what, What's the website called where it's time to beat? I won't say it out loud. I think uh, it's called Time to Beat. <laughs> I thought they, I think that's the name of it. Is that what it is? Or Time to Finish or something like that? It's time. How long to beat? Dot. How long to beat? I'm gonna just look it up real quick. Put it in the chat. I want to know what, and see what they say. Um, and so I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, are the kids enjoying it or are they like over it? They always want to play it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, let's play the Nikki game. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I start it up and they stay there for like five minutes. And then right, it's and just then too out, much yeah. talking. It's so much talking <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that is awesome yeah so and sad at the same time yeah i'm over it it's like uh i'm sorry man i mean what are you gonna do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. all right so listen if you've been waiting for this game for so long do you think a lot of other people are just as disappointed here's the thing i think jeff swan said it the best you can akin nintendo fans and kingdom hearts fans Mm. In the sense of, they kind of see through all the terrible things, mm -hmm. and are able to see the good stuff, right? And really enjoy the good stuff. The good because it's nostalgia, and you've played it before. And I there's, think it's a, so. It's a but part like, of you. Yes, but like, if you really broke it down, anyway, I talked about it last week. I'm not gonna go back into it, but mm. I, I'm right, just kind of cool. like ready for it to be over. Wow. Ugh. Which is fine. Sorry. And, you know, I'll beat it and I'll be like, yep, Kingdom Hearts 3, first game of 2019 to check off my list. Hmm. And and it'll be fine. And I'm not I'm not regretting I got it. I mm -hmm. feel like for well, me, good. it was a semi rite of passage. I, I wanted to play it. Yeah. I yeah. am playing it. I'm just like mm -hmm. meh about it. It's fine. Oh, wow. I wouldn't tell anybody else to go get it. But I, if somebody was like, dude. I freaking love Kingdom Hearts. I'm about to play three. Like we were riding in the car with Lexi, the girl who took us around. She was our guide at Disney. Yeah. And I was saying, oh, man, it's so fun to see something, something, something. I don't remember. I, I, I think we had just left. I don't remember. And I was like, oh, I just left that world in Kingdom Hearts. So it's fun to see uh, this Kingdom Hearts three I, I game. She goes, oh, my gosh, I'm halfway through two. And so mm. I wasn't going to dismay her like, oh, well, take your time before you get to three. Like three mm -hmm. is still good. It looks good. There's just some things about it that if you sit down and you objectively look at it on the for real, for real, there's some things about it that are absolute trash that are a big <laughs> part of the game. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm talking Ooh. hot garbage trash. Ooh, I've never geez. heard anyone talk about the game like that before. I bet Everyone. you haven't. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, trust me on it. Um. Mm. So anyway, but look, it's fine. I'll sell it on eBay to some lucky bloke, and uh, <laughs> we'll keep her moving. Um. I think that's. I think that's it. We're home for a long time now. Uh, yeah, good man. Good. It's fun. My my run on my first. I think I talked about this on the show, but my first series, kind of in an app, the ESPN app. I'm 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 doing mm-hmm. this series called Draft Academy, where I'm the narrator of of the NFL draft thing that's going on now, and so it's it's fun because I've been talking about all these kids, and then the draft is going to happen tomorrow, and the guys are going to be recording the draft and doing behind the scenes uh, video. And then I'll get to do the wrap up. It'll be the last episode. It's an eight part series. We'll be on the draft. And so it's kind of cool to see ESPN talk about these kids that I've been talking about on this show and yeah, see really. their lives change tomorrow. I love before I had anything to do with draft Academy. I love the draft. I love watching people's lives drastically changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like I, this is one of those things where like, since you were a kid for most of these kids, since you were a young boy, this is what you dream of is getting drafted into the NFL. And now it's happening. And I just think it's so powerful to watch these mm-hmm. parents, you know, sacrifices pay off. Like when yeah. Piper joins the women's U.S. soccer team. Mm-hmm. Of course. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny, Gabe. Like, I think I've seen a couple of uh, Draft Academy episodes. They've had like we've gone to Red Robin and they've had them there, but I can't listen to them. So I'm like, I don't even know that that's their voice. I'm yeah. like, oh, this thing. I'm in there somewhere. I'm in there somewhere. Yeah, I'll have, Nick Bosa. Brother of Joey I love Bosa. Se- I love seeing that stuff, too. Like these kids work their tails off to get to where they're at. And if, you know, being drafted would, would be you know, so life-changing for them. I don't personally watch the draft. I find it just kind of... Do you? I love, I love it. Yeah. I, I just like the summaries at the end. Like, I just want to know who went where. And um, because I, I follow a lot of college ball, I'm just really curious where they go. But I, the, the process of it, just like, I can't watch that. It's like watching golf for me, which I, I can't do either. So I will admit that I only like watching the first round. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. watch the second or third round. Like, oh, but like, this guy? those first 15 picks... Like, oh, yeah, I, I'm with exciting you on that. Definitely. to me. I love watching. Yes. So yeah, be, I like I'm the first round, the first, you know, 15 or so, like you're saying. One, because I don't really follow college ball, so I don't usually know who any of these people are. Yeah. And yeah. I, the only ones I may have some information on are usually the top five or so, or whoever people are ranking that Dallas might pick, and then I see if they were right. I like watching right. that part, mm. seeing the predictions, and then seeing what comes to pass. But I don't usually know the kids or whether they're really good. So I, I watch it for the breakdown to see like, okay, so who – who are these people? And I want to get the information then because I don't watch the college games. That's or, right. Of the ones I do, like I don't know the names of the kids. You know, but like yeah. there's a couple names like uh, you know Kyler Murray or uh, who was homeboy from last year that like were so amazing that because I don't really follow college ball either. But there's some names that just rise above everybody else's. Yes. And so it's always interesting to see where they go. Like, did they mm-hmm. end up going first? Did they end up waiting? You know, mm. it's just really interesting to see. I think. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I dig it. Um, and then last thing I'll say, man, I've been, uh, what are they calling it? Hashtag zero frames. I've been watching nothing on Avengers Endgame. Oh, I've got nice. my tickets for tomorrow night. I Woo. cannot wait. I'm so excited. I did accidentally see a rating because somebody on Twitter, instead of putting like, we rated, you know, Endgame, they just put the rating as the picture. And oh, I, oh, yeah. I accidentally saw it. And so 
Well, but a rating, I mean... That's so subjective, man. Yeah, that, that doesn't it, give it you any like, information about what's going to happen. It, We've said it before. It doesn't, like, but I would rather go into a movie not knowing whether anybody thought it was good or bad <laughs> than, yeah. Yeah. than going in thinking somebody thought it was either extremely good or extremely bad. You want to know mm-hmm. what I almost thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say, I have been rewatching some of the Marvel movies leading up, and I was going to be so proud of you. <laughs> no, right. sir. It did I ain't nobody got time for that, man. I've been Disney World. I, that's true, <laughs> right. but I got time for that. I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right. Router. Yes. You got it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, let's do it. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Six shows. You're right, man. You're going to live? (laughs) New releases this week. Gabe Patillo's new voice box. Yeah, exactly. Please. Hey, if you find yourself struggling on any of these other ones, just right beforehand, whisper to yourself, power mode, and then just you'll (laughs) Yeah, it'll work. There you go. I'll try it. I'll try it. It might only work for me. That's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That'd be disappointing. All right. (laughs) Starting off, Jupiter and Mars for the PSVR. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, The Fate of Atlantis, Episode 1. Fields of Elysium DLC. Ooh, that looks nice. like a crazy DLC. Mm-hmm. Yep. PC, PS4, Xbox mm-hmm. One. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine for the Switch. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11. Hey. Mm-hmm. PC, right. PS4, Xbox One. They've and been Switch. marketing the crap out of oh, that one. Oh, my yeah. God. They, they usually do. They're pretty good about yeah. marketing the old Mortal Kombats. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. That's true. I mean, they market it like they don't come out, but every 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. Right. Like, 10 did not come out that long ago. <laughs> no, it mm-hmm. didn't at all. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the Path Home DLC for the PC, PS4, Xbox One. Um, Agelos for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And then on April 26th for the PS4, Days Gone. There you go. There oh, you have it. I'm very curious to see how this is going to pan out. I know. I might red box it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna buy it yet. I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I'm on the because I think you need to trust the Brett T. Bodden. I know. Well, it's not about that. It's just about the time. Like, I, I want to try it like real quick, but I like want to play Sakar, Sakario, Sakaro, Sakario, Sakiro. But I have to like wait till I'm done with, uh, Kingdom Hearts, so I can get my. PlayStation back into the shed because I don't want to play any of those oh, games right. in the living room. Right, right. So it's like I want to get it yeah. for like a day so I could do it when the kids mm. are sleeping, then I'll take it back. Got it, got it. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, we have NPD for March. Let's do this. We have NPD for March. Nice. All right. March 2019. Down 11% compared Ooh. to March of 2018. Uh, sales of hardware, software, accessories, and game cards were at 1.2 billion. Uh, March 2019. Is that with software, a B? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. It's 1.2 billion <laughs> Thank you. dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, March 2019 <laughs> software sales hit two. Uh, I'm sorry. Hit 547 million. <laughs> but for the quarter, software sales—oh my gosh! Software wow. sales, software sales were up two percent. There you go. 
Mm-hmm. So games are selling. Oh my gosh, Goosebumps it, books. Yep. <laughs> this is the first um, episode that Tim has been drunk, right? That's right. <laughs> I think okay. it's the second episode. So games are selling. <laughs> a lot of nerve. This is the first. This is the first podcast though outside the century episodes where anybody's been in the same place podcasting. Is it really? I, mm. I was asking yes. Chris about that. I don't that. think anybody's been in another person's house. Oh podcasting wow! Yeah, before. you're right. I think this yes, is the first time good. ever. So nice. good on you guys. The placenta well making history. McCracken Voltron over there. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. That's, that's fine. It's fine. So software sales were up 2%, which means games are selling, yep. but hardware's not moving very well as it did last year. Sure. Uh, top sense. 10 games. Yeah. Top 10 games. Let's get to it. Number 10, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Mm, Number wow. 9, Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh, really? Hmm. Number Eight, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow! Wow! wow. Num- to number to seriously, whom? right? Number seven, NBA Two K Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number six, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. Number five, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, good for mm-hmm. them. Number four, Devil May Cry Five. Okay, oh, that's wow. another one I wanted to dip my toe into. There you go. Number three, MLB Nineteen, the show. Mm-hmm. Number two, Sekiro, Shadows Die oh. Twice. Oh, nice. nice. Which means the number one game Kingdom Hearts, March, gotta be. Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Oh, really? Ooh, wow. Launch, launch sales are the sixth highest in Ubisoft's history, and so far it's the second best-selling game of 2019. It's a, wow. That's amazing considering the French publisher has so many hits in recent years, such as Far Cry 5 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice came in second. It's the eighth selling game, best uh, selling game of the year. It's also from software's second best launch. Oh, wow. Uh, o- only trailing Dark Souls 3, which came out in 2016. Which that wow. kind of makes sense since that uh, this one's multi-platform. Their last game, Bloodborne, was only on PlayStation. Yes, it was oh, PlayStation really? only. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So um, wait, so- Kingdom Hearts wasn't on that list at all? No. Wow. But did it no. come out this month? Wait, It came out wait, in yeah, January. Didn't it? I have no idea when it came out. Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, came out in January. Was oh, it yeah, January 25th, wow. I think. Or January... Like 25th? Yeah, 29th. It, 29th. It was, it was in there the in US, February. 25th in Japan. I remember, I remember it was there in I February. I know. I'm surprised that it already fell off. That's crazy. It's Yeah, it's a, that's a big drop-off. Hmm. So we mentioned yeah, that That's the that power hardware of, Ed, or of, of uh, Gabe Patillo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. right. The power <laughs> of the Patillo. They just ran away. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the hardware wasn't moving well. Uh, spending on hardware dropped 15% compared to March of 2018. Uh, considering the PS4 and Xbox One are both mature platforms, this is probably not much of a surprise. And it didn't help that PlayStation, uh, that Sony was like, hey, we got a PS5 coming out. So exactly. I'm yeah, feeling a lot of consumers are just like, you know what? I'm just going to put everything on hold mm-hmm. and shut my wallet down and not do anything. And so, I mean, come E3, we should be hearing about whatever the next yeah. Xboxes are too. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I will say Nintendo Switch was the best-selling platform for both March and the quarter in terms of dollar sales and systems sold. So, man, that thing is just the little engine that just keeps going. And, and they've got an announcement just, out there, too. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's going to be crazy. I will. I have a feeling like for the next two, at least two months, we're going to see more hardware sales being down because everybody's going to be ramped up for E3 and, mm-hmm. and what everyone's going to announce and then kind of go from there. But we we shall see. But it's all fun stuff, and uh, it's good stuff. And if you've been playing the division two, you're the big winner in March. Well done. Woohoo! Back you to you, gentlemen. Chris, ma, crack it. 
Yes, sir. So, gonna start with some Overwatch news. This information comes from Polygon, and Jeff Kaplan uh, had a video that he put out where he kind of recaps things that are coming and things they've been working on coming uh, to Overwatch. And he introduced a new mode called, or a new, I guess, feature is what you would call it. It's called um, workshop mode. Mm-hmm. And basically, yes. what it is, it's a scripting mode that allows you to make custom game modes within a custom game browser. Now, players could already create their own custom rule sets, but the workshop feature is supposed to be far more robust uh, for players to distribute, uh, and we'll also be able to distribute them throughout the different playlists as well. Players will have access to some of the same asset or the same tools and as developers and programmers to make, quote, whatever they can come up with, wherever their imag- Im- imaginations will take them. So basically, because I, when I first started reading this, I was like, well, but don't they already have custom game modes? But it looks like you can go even further than that. Yeah, you yes. can get even more minute about the different changes that you want to make. And the way that they kind of worded it, it makes it sound like you could maybe even you could bring up kind of your own custom characters. That's exactly. right. Now, yeah. what I don't know, because the way that they talked about it later on was that they were saying that these would then be feed, go into a list that then could be feeded out to, you know, the different servers and whatnot. But will that also apply to custom characters? That I'm not sure about. Right. Mm. Or if it's just if you create it, you can create your own custom character and play with it in yours that you create. I don't know about that one. But still, I, I now I am not the type of person that's going to get in there and really mess around with all this and create things because I'm not in the, the realm of wanting to create games. But I love seeing all the crazy stuff that other people come up with and playing, yeah. it, especially if they're in a list that I can then access and then play these custom games. Do you think it'll yeah. come to the console? Yeah, it's coming to console. Yeah, Ed sent a, a link that showed that it is it's going to be on PC and it's coming to console as well. Wow, because which kind of like makes a- sense because you can do the custom games on console. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if this you know fired up version of it was going to work on console, but it seems like it's going to. Yeah, and it's he- funny too because he even said this isn't for people who like dabble in custom games. This is for people no. who like know about coding and right. all that kind of stuff. Oh. He said so it's, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Um, he said, yeah. re- he, um, to quote Kaplan, he said, really anybody who understands the logic of game making and how game events are chained together will have an easier time creating things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. So it's definitely interesting to see what, uh, what they are, are doing. And he did say you can even prototype your own Overwatch hero using this system. And so yeah. wow. what I like about it is that what are the chances... I think the chances are good, especially with how Overwatch is. And, you know, some people feel like they're getting burned out on how many heroes there are and things like that, which I don't think is a problem. But um, neither. What what if there's like this turns into a freaking, you know. If somebody makes a character and it makes its way into the game, you know, if they turn into a contest, that could be Mm -hmm. amazing that everybody has a shot Mm -hmm. in, you know. Getting yeah. in on this action, that would be really, really Another cool. thing that could be really cool, too, and I, I'm assuming this might be something capable based on the tool set that they're describing that you have, but if nothing else, maybe people could get in there and make really awesome custom skins, and then yeah. those skins become available in the game. Yeah. That's cool. Because there's so yeah. many times that people are, like, doodling up or drawing concept art for new skins that could be really awesome, and then, you know, they don't they don't come because, you know, obviously Overwatch is working on their own skins, and they've got a lot, they're making a game, they got a lot of stuff they got going on. But yeah. it's like, man, if somebody can get in there and just tinker and make it themselves, and then they're like, man, that's pretty good. Let's make that part of the game or whatever. That could yeah. be awesome, too. Yeah, he said that one game mode that someone came up with that he said will probably actually end up in the arcade is what's called Mirror Deathmatch. 
Hmm. And it's a deathmatch mode where like for a minute, just kind of at random, everyone is McCree. And then after a minute, everyone changes to Reaper. And then after a minute, every and everyone is the same character for a minute. That would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it, this is not the kind of thing that I feel like I myself could get into, no, but I yeah, love to see the creativity of those people that can do that kinds of stuff mm-hmm. and what they come exactly. up with. Yeah, I'm I right think there. it's super exciting. I'm not one either to create things. And I just love how he said that, hey, you know, maybe out of this, people will discover I could be a game developer or I want to be a game developer. Yeah. And I just I love that Absolutely. he included mm-hmm. that as part of. I know what they hoped would happen. I'm just wondering how deep you can go on the console. That's the only right. thing that's like, are you going to be stuck with that virtual keyboard? Or is it like you need to, you, you know, I just don't know mm-hmm. how that's all going to work. Cause they called it scripting. You know what I mean? Like right. that was right. what they initially, you know, called it that they, you'll be able to do custom scripts to create new game modes and content. And you're like, mm-hmm. shoot, but you that doesn't also, sound like drag and drop. You know what I mean? On on the PlayStation and at least to some extent on the Xbox, you can plug in an actual keyboard. Right. No, I know that. So, I understand that. But I'm just saying, is that what they're expecting everybody on the console side of things to do or have to work with a virtual keyboard? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. If it's scripting, I would assume that they're going to extend it to that way because I'm sure that's how it'll work on the PC and I don't see them making it too, too different. But they could find ways to do these things, maybe not the custom scripting, but all the other things, they could find relative ways to do it on a controller. I mean, because Dreams is doing some crazy stuff and they're just using a controller too. Though I don't think it, in Dreams you're using actual scripting. I'm not 100% on that, but whether or not they want to spend that much time to make it, I'm sure they're going to keep it as close to whatever the PC's capabilities are as they can. If that means a custom keyboard or using that virtual one, that may just be how you have to do it. Yeah. I don't see them. They don't tend to make too many special things for the console side. It's usually pretty much the same as the PC. And if it's not something that, if it's something the PC can do and the console can't, they don't do it. Like the PTR, Mm -hmm. the PTR has never come to console. So, which I don't know why. It doesn't seem like that'd be a hard thing to do, but it'd be awesome yeah. if it did. Yeah. It was just crazy because last week in the developer developer update, or uh, Jeff Kaplan said, "Hey, we have something a really big announcement coming. It's a a feature of the game no one has ever asked for, but we can't wait to see what you do with it." And I never mm-hmm. imagined it was going to be this. Yeah, mm. yeah, man, oh man, that could be crazy. Um, so you know, um, websites are good at leaking stuff, mm-hmm. and yep. Take this one with a grain of salt. European retailer Pro Gaming Shop leaked two games, two dates. And, you know, I usually never go back and check and see if the leak was actually right ever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just fun to talk about the rumor of it because both these games they have coming out in 2019. The first being Cyberpunk 2077, Mm -hmm. which they... um, accidentally put up and then took down that it would be coming out on November 28th of this year. Wow. Wow. Okay. Which would be fast. Amazing. And we have heard, we've talked about rumors before saying that it could drop this year. Um, Still seems very quick, but Hmm. you know, we don't know how long they're working on it before, before we uh, heard about it. And then the other one is the last of us part two. This one's a little bit more sketchy to me. But they're saying September twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. I why why would they not announce that yet? I don't know because it's not E three yet. Maybe yeah, you mm-hmm. know that's true. Uh, 
my only reasoning to think that it's not coming is because like uh, Neil Druckmann just sent out the pictures of the last day of shooting. And so it seems like, you know, they Mm. just finished up motion capture stuff. And so I can't imagine that by September, everything's going to be put together already. Um, Also a reason I don't think it's coming uh, this year is because I do think that it might be one of those straddle games that'll come out closer to the PS five launch than, than not. But yeah, um, I don't remember how closely last of us three straddled and it didn't, it didn't straddle enough to where it was automatically on PS4. Remember, we had to wait for the remaster for mm-hmm. PS4, not like oh, right. it was a launch title. You know what I mean? So we could get still Last of Us Part Two remaster on PS5 and get the version we think is coming to PS4. If we don't get a release date for The Last of Us by E3, I will be pissed. Yeah, I, there's, there's no, no way they don't at least say. They've got to have a date by then, right? They have I don't know to. if they'll have a date because, you know, they always internally have dates. Um, yeah, but I think that we'll at least get a window. We yeah, we have to. I need something. Yes, if it's gonna be a launch game on oh, PS Five, yeah. I don't think we're gonna get a window. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna right. get anything. Yeah. You're right. But do you think it's gonna be a remaster launch or the launch no. of the game will well, be PS Five? I, I just think that they're building the game right now for both versions. And that yes. they're going, that they're building it because the architecture is similar. I, I would assume they're building it to the best of its ability, and then they would just scale it down for PS4 and PS4 Pro, or you know whatever that version is. I don't, I don't think it'll be something where they say, like when The Last of Us uh, came out on PS4, they called it remaster, but a year or more had gone between then. Like I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's gonna, it might be something like if you guys remember um, when the PS4 and Xbox One launched. Now, I know this wasn't an exclusive game. It was a third-party game. But, like, um, what was it? Black Flag came out. And, like, a month later, the new-gen consoles came out. And right. the game was on that as well at the same time. Oh, yep. right. It yep. wasn't like a, oh, the remastered version. No, it was just a better-looking version of the one that you could also get on PS3. That's or, right. Mm-hmm. Or, or Xbox But The Last of Us did come out at the tail end of, of PS3. Yep. Uh-huh. And so, I mean. How long did we it, have to wait? Was it a year and a half or two years? I think so. I think Before it, it came out on PS4, because remember they were still in the middle of doing Uncharted Four. Yeah, uh, it came out. It came out within. So the the Xbox One and or the PlayStation Four launched in November, and it was out within the first quarter of that next year, 2014. The remaster hmm. was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was. was I, it that I may fast? have that wrong. I'll have to look it up because I remember it feeling like uh, it was pretty quick. Yeah, no, I'm with you, but I, yeah, I just I want a date at this point. It's like I, I don't need to be jerked around anymore. Like we know it's it's coming. It's gonna be here soon. Like it's that the the PSX experience was still probably the greatest the greatest moment of our lives when we saw that. All right, I was a little bit off. It was July 29th of 2014, so it was in the second okay. quarter, mm-hmm. All right, okay. not yeah. the first. Mm-hmm. So I just want a date. There you go. There you I go. don't want a ballpark. I actually I want a date. I, I don't, don't think you get one. Oh, man, come on. At E3, you don't think so? I don't think you'll get Jack at E3 because Sony's not having anything to do with That's it. That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't mean That's... at E3, but I just remember, I mean, in that time, it seems like they around have there, been flirting yeah. with saying they're doing something around that time. I, I could see them mm-hmm. saying something. I don't think you'll get a date. You might get a year. I don't think you'll get a date. Gotcha. Maybe what a year? season, do you think? Do what? Like a season, like Ooh, holiday. What if they just said 20? winter? Ooh. That oh, would be yeah. awesome. That'd right. be sick. That honestly would be really sick. But I could see it just saying like 2020 or whatever mm-hmm. year it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. If they do anything. 
Mm. What else you got, Christopher? Um, so on the on the PlayStation side, um, so for anybody who played God of War three and beat the game, uh, one of the cool things that I I thought was really neat about it was that it, it unlocked after you beat the game in the menu on the main screen. Uh, the ability to watch a documentary that was kind of like a making of documentary about God of War three. Mm-hmm. And it led all the way up until they showed the, uh, the first trailer of it at the E3 where they announced it. And I always thought that was really cool. And I actually had tweeted at Corey Barlog. I was like, man, I don't know if uh, th- when the new God of War was on its way and, and about to release, I said, I don't know if this is something clearly it's late in the game now, but it'd be awesome if you had something like this. Cause I really enjoyed that about God of War three. And they did not include anything like that on the game, but the PlayStation blog did announce that they are indeed having a making of the God of War um, kind really? of mini documentary that's coming out on their YouTube channel. It's called Raising Kratos. Oh, nice. And it's going to be, I think, in an eight-part series. I could have the number of series uh, off a little bit, but it's not just going to be one big hour and a half video or whatever. It's going to be a bunch of little segmented ones mm. going through whenever the game, like the, they were first starting to make it, you see a little bit about the leaks, about how that there's leaks saying that, oh, it's, we think it's going to be actually in Norse mythology and they're switching the things and all that stuff. And then kind of how they dealt with that. And then the making of the game and then all the doubt and things that they had to go through. And then I think it's supposedly going to end with when they had that showing at E3 2016, I think that was whichever one it was where they had the the symphony in the front and everything like that and played Mm -hmm. it live in front of everybody. So I'm super looking forward to this because I thought it was really, really cool. And it, this was something that I don't feel like this, this mini documentary, I haven't seen a lot of talk about it, but I've seen it, you know, obviously it was on Twitter and then I saw a few of the news outlets did have this little story about it. So I just wanted to bring it to our community's attention because I think it's going to be really cool. It's probably not going to be safe for work. So keep right. that in mind whenever you're watching it, that you're in a place where that's appropriate and not little, little eyeballs around or anything like that. But that's right. <laughs> it should be pretty cool. I'm definitely looking yeah. forward to it. I wish uh, kind of like Netflix did with comedy. I wish they would do that with gaming. Well, yeah. just what are they doing with comedy? Well, last year they they had this big promise where they released a new comedy special every week. Mm-hmm. And so I wish like every month they had the making of some ginormous game that, mm-hmm. you know, That'd be people great. Would be, you know, if they yeah. did the making of, you know, Red Dead and the making of yeah. God of War That'd and awesome. Spider-Man. And, you know, I think Ugh. there's plenty of games to go around and then you could get into some of the indies and show the struggles of being a, a five person team and wanting to get your thing oh, yeah. on the PS4 and. I think it could be really a, a cool look That'd at be something. Amazing. And I think it would, I would love oh, that. I think it would um, kind of draw in those people that are, you know, it might be a little nerdy, but like, you know, a lot of people watch Shark Tank because it's kind of the American dream coming to fruition. And I think mm-hmm. that, that could show a lot of like just dreams coming true and, and those that, you know, I think it could be cool. I, I totally agree that I would be down for that and that would be cool. And Absolutely. I think all the ones for like little indie teams would be super interesting, regardless of what the game is or what it's about or anything like that. Yep. On the triple A side, man, it's to me, it's a big old gamble. Cause like, what if they did this whole big documentary on the making of Battlefront 2 and then like that game has that kind of launch? It's like, <laughs> do know. you release a documentary on a game that got that kind of reception? <laughs> I think, it, I mean, honestly, I think it would still be amazing. I think, I think it, there'd you be could people do... like, like, I would still watch it, but do you know, can you imagine how many downvotes that those videos would get? Yeah, when they, yeah. when they, so bad. <laughs> when they do uh, the making of No Man's Sky. Yeah, right. yeah. But that's exactly. like No Man's Sky would be a good one for a redemption story. 
Yeah. Yes. Like, that's awesome. a good documentary, it includes that, you know, like mm-hmm. that would be part of the yes. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. That'd yeah, be amazing. I, I agree. I, I just, it seems like usually these kinds of things come out about beloved games. It's like, man, how right. many of these do you think they have a doc going? And then they realize, oh, pull the plug, pull the plug. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me wonder. It also I think it's, depends it's even on more interesting to see a documentary about a, a disaster as well. You know? <laughs> right. That's oh, true. Yeah. It, I, I'm depends. right there with you guys. I, I'm the same yeah. way. I just don't think the internet would be that with us. Well, yeah. it all depends on the transparency of the developer. If they want to be completely yeah. open and honest, right. like, mm-hmm. but honest, but if it was especially a developer that I, that I play games from, like, I would love that because I'd like mm-hmm. to see the, the struggles and the roller coaster ride that it takes. Like, I think that would be incredible. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be all over that. Nice. Make okay. it happen, people. Make I know, it happen. Seriously. <laughs> so I had a, a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. And okay. I was going to open this up to the community and have it be question of the week. But then I thought. Whatever the default is. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, it's too long an answer for people to explain. But I wanted to just see what you guys think. Only because I keep seeing the headline. The next Xbox will be much more powerful than the next PlayStation. And I keep okay. wondering, why is power still important? Do you guys, I, I, I can't wrap my head around why that's even a headline in these days. Chris, you have a thought? Is it just because it sounds sexy? Like well, the yeah, Xbox it, has been stronger than the PlayStation this whole generation. No, it has not this whole generation. No, Only but what I'm saying, I'm, so, I'm sorry. The X has been stronger than the things oh. that the, the yes. pro is. Uh-huh. The, the, th- the reason that it's important, one, it is sexy. Yeah. And when it's a new thing, you want to hear, you want it to sound like, or you want it to feel like you're getting your money's worth. Like there's a reason that you're spending this extra money. And with hearing that it's more powerful, you know, is going to get the gearheads, if you will, excited about that kind of thing, which you want to entice the hardcore because the hardcore is always the ones they want to entice. Yep. In a weird way, that's kind of a dumb thing anyways, because the hardcore are the ones that are going to buy it regardless. <laughs> exactly. But you ca- they're usually the ones that are into the specs and the talk about that kinds of thing. Right. The other thing about it is, is that, you want to feel like that you're getting um, that you're going to have it's future proofing. Yes. So it, it usually, especially on the console side, the minute it comes out, it's old tech, you know, in a way. So it, yes. it's, you feel like, Oh, this generation is going to be decent, but mid generation, everybody kind of talks about. It. And the hope is that as they get better, they're going to, and they're more powerful. They're, they're longevity. There's this sense that longevity will happen. But the other reason that I think that it happens is because, Clearly, as we know, and a lot of other people know this too, even the hardcore people that like all the tech stuff, is that what the main thing that matters is the software. But the promise of the software lots of times is tied into the promise of the hardware. So for instance, like if we go back to what Cerny was talking about, he was talking about the SSDs and all the benefits that that gives you with gameplay, which is the the software aspect of it. Mm -hmm. He talked Mm -hmm. about all of the, like the ray tracing stuff and the ray tracing and how it's going to really affect the audio, which he thinks in his opinion having really differential audio is going to be like, it's going to really differentiate itself from this generation and the previous one, that that's going to be a big game changer. That can only happen with new, bigger, better, more faster hardware kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's all of those in conjunction. Now, when they actually hit, the main thing is like, okay, it comes down to software because it doesn't matter how pretty it can make it. If the game's bad, the game is bad. That's so right. software will win out in the end, but in the beginning up front, when everybody's kind of looking at it as a fresh start, it's sexy to talk about the numbers and the specs because everything, everybody can understand that speak. You don't mm-hmm. know about a game you don't know about until that game exists, but you understand 
CPUs and GPUs and gigahertz and teraflopies and whatever, or maybe, you know, maybe you don't, but you know what I'm saying? I say I didn't. Yeah. You know, that's a big number. You're like, wow, that sounds impressive. And right. this dude over here that knows about Texas is excited. The, the, so the thing that I think bugged me about it was because obviously I agree with you as somebody who loves uh, the game. Mm-hmm. I I don't care how strong the you know people loved Mist mm-hmm. and it was a slideshow game, mm-hmm. um, right? And so you know I of course the game has to be good first. It doesn't matter. But the other thing that bo- bothered me about it was it feels like so this generation looks like it's going to be seven years long, uh, kind of like the last generation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like to me, like we even squeezed all the power out of the turnip. You know what I'm saying? Like it feels like there's still more power left on the table, so you can make it as strong as you want to. But if the games don't seem to consume all the power, then it feels like there's some wasted a little bit there. So what you're saying, mm-hmm. you feel like the current systems didn't get all out of them that they they could be got out of them. That's what I think. When I look at the jump from the beginning of the PS3 era to Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Last of Us felt like, oh, this is this looks crazy. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They must have mm-hmm. squeezed everything they could have out of the PS3, like because it looked mm-hmm. so amazing. And I feel like, and you've talked about this before, maybe we just won't ever see those jumps again anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like we haven't gone there on the PS4 yet, or are we just spoiled? I mm-hmm. I, I, I think, think it's both. I think it is a diminishing returns thing i don't think the jump is going to be able to be as big with towards the end of each generation and because i I'm, I'm in kind of an agreement with you like i think god of war and horizon and even at the very beginning of this generation maybe not from a size standpoint but just from a, the way the game looks i thought uh kill zone shadowfall looked amazing yes. i didn't really care for the game but it looked beautiful and it was like a launch game right. so I, I, yeah. I i think that part of it's that and i i think that as we get further along Game developers, especially this generation, I feel like they've been more here towards the end when they with these um, iterative consoles, it's gotten about 4K. So resolution again. But I think in the beginning, I think the way that it went, I think the way that it ended up going was, okay. now with all this power, we can make bigger worlds. And when you make bigger worlds, yeah, you can have them be really large, but then that makes all the stuff that's in them has to be smaller. So where the people have gotten better is Mm. making finding the tricks to use the hardware to make it look like this world is super well populated when really it's not because it doesn't have the hardware to support that much population and that big of a world Mm -hmm. doing all this. Like there was that video that came out and a lot of developers use this kind of technique, but where like they had Aloy and it showed a cone of where she looked and like that world looks massive when you're in there playing that game. But it's actually only what's in this little cone is what's actually loading up in the game. So they're able by using that technique they were able yep. to put a lot more, make those areas where you do see in that cone real dense because it's not actually the whole world exists at any given time. Right. And I think where they've learned is to eke out much more power so that they can make these big worlds as populated as they can be. And I mm. think we're kind of reaching the limits of that on this because my problem with, with this generation, or not with this generation, but my fear for next generation, as I had said for one of my wishes, is I really want games to focus on frame rate. I really want frame rates to get higher. I'm kind of with, I think it was uh, Nathan Dugas. I'd be fine, honestly, even though we're all about the 4Ks and the 4Ks, what sells the new TVs and all this kind of stuff. I want every game to have an option to say, hey, I I want a resolution mode or I want a performance mode because I would play every single game on my 4K screen in 1080p if you give me a solid 60 frames. (laughs) To me, that's more important. 
Yeah. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to focus in on on one hitting tradition, like legit 4K. And I think that they're going to focus on adding even more to the world, which is going to require more processing power, which means frame rates are going to have to stick at 30. That's what my right. fear is. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want that to be the case. So when I hear them saying more power, it, my hope rises that, okay, we're going to hit this frame rate goal that I f- would really like to be the thing. Yes. That's yeah. my hope right. anyways. That's why, that's the kind of thing, why that kind of thing gets me excited. There you go. There you go. For me, this whole thing is just, it's just PR because it, they are catering to the tech people, the computer people. And what do you do when you buy a new computer? You compare, you compare the, the, you know, the RAM, you compare the memory, you compare the storage, you compare, you know, the speed, all of the CPUs and GPU stuff. That's all that you do when you're buying a new computer. So they're catering to those people because uh-huh. those people typically play video games as well. For me, I don't care. Right. I, want mm-hmm. to, I want to see a good game, a clean game. Uh, I want, and you know, and I just, I want stories. And I, and and I think, for I me, think the thing that you do want though, Tim, that you might not be saying is you want it to run smooth though. Yeah. And no, so that's it. some yeah. of those things are important. Those bigger numbers are important, but I don't think it's the most important. But yeah, but for me, and and I always go back to this. I think what Naughty Dog did with The Last of Us on a PS3 was phenomenal. Yeah, and it, it they took what they were given with the power that they had, and they made it work with their engine. They probably they probably did a ton of different tweaks and a ton of different things to make it run more efficient, and it looked freaking beautiful. I think it it rallies any it, it, anything else mm-hmm. on the PS3. And they did that with a dying generation console. And then they remastered it to the PS4. I have a PS4 Pro, and I've told you this before. I had the PS4 before that, and I got the Pro. I really can't tell the difference because I'm not really looking. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, Mm -hmm. I'm not really, as I drop my phone, I'm not really, I don't really care about that. I just want it to to run smooth. I want it to be uh, clean. And I just want stories, stories, story. I want good games. Yeah. And Xbox, Microsoft, constantly disappoints me with their games and that's why i play more more playstation than anything else because we have god of war we have horizon we have all these we have the last of us we have these amazing heavy hitters that gravitate to me me personally and gaming's very subjective and that's all fine and good and so for me none of this matters to me i just care about the games because i know that there's specific games that i want to play and microsoft has never wooed me now they have i do have a, a slight inclination to be like this game pass thing is pretty cool because you can <laughs> yeah. just boom get whatever i love that and the answer is yes it's very very cool and very yes. worth mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it's not enough for me to switch over and to you know to constantly stay on on my xbox which is just sitting there collecting dust with this you know i've got the first generation xbox one still so and i don't plan on buying another console right now i'm completely happy with with what i've got so i'm kind of more of a dumbed down version of this because I really don't care. I just love to play games when I can play games and I just want them to run smooth. Yeah. And, you know, and just for me, it's it still always goes back to the Last of Us model because those guys knocked it out of the park, made it efficient, made it run really smooth on a dying console. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to them for doing that. That's kind of the attitude that I think other developers need to do is how can we squeeze this out without taking that much power so you have extra for whatever you need. So I don't know. It for me, I think a lot of it's just PR, and that's fine. And it's just it just creates the hype between fanboys, and you know that's that's always going to be there, and that's yeah. completely fine. Let it 
let it go. It's so subjective. And, you know, I'm not bashing on anybody if you play Xbox over PlayStation because I just know what I like and that's great. And if we play similar games, awesome. Yep. Fantastic. I'm Ed, all for it. Ed, does it woo you to hear that one's more powerful than the other? It really doesn't. And I'm going to sound like a broken record after, you know, after you guys, because I've seen all those headlines too, as I'm going through Flipboard and I haven't clicked on a single article to read more. Right. You know, um, Me neither. I'm, I, I'm just like, well, as long, like you were saying, Gabe, as long as it plays those games that are coming out, as long as it works, yeah. great. Yeah, I'm exactly. fine with that. Exactly. You know, yeah. as someone who's not, you know, as, as Chris said, a gearhead and doesn't really understand what each spec does. To me, when I see, oh, this one's going to be stronger, to me, stronger means, oh, uh, shorter loading times. Right, and, right, mm -hmm. right. And Which is a truth. Go yeah. It, it, from the Xbox One S from the 360, because the game can do so much more, I feel like in a lot of games, the loading screens are just as long as they were on the right, 360. because the game stays big. You know? They make the games so, bigger, yeah. Yeah, so to me, it really... Uh, it. it as long as it plays the game, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Do whatever you yep. need to do under the hood. I don't know. It's like, uh, I'm not a car guy. As long as right. it works and gets me from A to Z, I'm great. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're simpletons that way. Like, let's keep yeah. it simple. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Let's like play the games we love to play. Yeah. It just, and, and, I, and I agree with you, Tim. It's just, it's so, I'm glad that you said it's PR. Like it's all marketing. That's what it's yeah, got to be. Yeah, of course. When you oh, yeah. see every, you know, and again, not hating on the Xbox. Remember, I sold the Xbox yeah. I had to get the Xbox One X. Um, mm -hmm. When you see those commercials like play on most powerful console, you're like, I know, but I want to play the Uncharted. <laughs> you right, know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. It doesn't matter exactly. to me that's the most powerful. Is the, if, to me, it's the better story of, you know, a lot of games that are out. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, the same, like when I watch a car commercial, it's this many horsepower. I, I, will Great. it go 70 on the highway? Great. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I get excited about the horsepower. <laughs> Are the horses well fed? Yeah, when, when right? Tesla said we can get from zero to 60 in like 1.9 seconds, I was like, okay. I mean, I don't need it, but I want it. <laughs> oh, Chris, you got anything else, buddy? Um. The last thing that I had is uh, I just wanted to touch on this for anybody who maybe didn't see it. Um, obviously, we all kind of saw the the tragedy that kind of hit Notre Dame or Notre oh, Dame, as we say. This. Just glad wanted to touch this. on this about how Ubisoft, who made yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed yeah, Unity, awesome. which obviously was during the French Revolution, and they they had did not like a one to one recreation of uh, Notre Dame in the game, but they had done a really really good uh, mm -hmm. version of it that was almost you know pixel for not pixel for pixel, but you know step for inch step for the, the we'll same beat of that game. Yeah. But yep. they went ahead and they they are donating Ubisoft as a company is donating five hundred thousand dollars to the efforts to help reconstruct Notre Dame, and I just thought that was That's really awesome. cool that they were getting it behind great. it and that they took that much like. It's it's not theirs, obviously, but they they felt so powerful about it, and because oh, yeah. it was such a a strong symbol to so many people and everything that they were like, hey, we want to be part of this reconstruction effort. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was cool. And one of the developers spent two years in Notre Dame, like really yes. mapping out everything. And I have a side note for that because um, I had that if nobody was going to mention it last week because my sweet wife was the one that sent me the article about it. And she's like, I just wanted to get credit for this. <laughs> that, I'm nice. that I'm sending this over to you so that you can talk about it on the podcast if they haven't already. I'm like, thank good you, man. Awesome. Good deal. And that's I know good. we ran out of time last week, but yeah, yeah. that I love that. I think that's really super cool. And um, mm -hmm. 
it doesn't make me want to go back and play Unity yet, but that's still pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Eduardo. Yes, sir. What you got for us, bruv? Well, over on the YouTube channel, uh, we've got four and a half hours of Disney Infinity 2.0. You can there check you go. it out. And, did and you I, enjoy it? You said it was different, but did you enjoy it a lot? I, I really did. You know, I, I um, you know, when Lem was describing part of it to me, he mentioned building, and I was like, I don't really care for yeah, building. Here's the and thing about that. Yeah. After I turned the stream off, I kept on working on my house, and I kept going for a while. So uh, there was just something about it that uh, it wasn't like Minecraft building. It was um, it was really clever the way they did it, and the way the way they drew me in to want to keep adding on and changing things. And it was it was pretty cool the, how they did it. I was I was very impressed. Nice. I like uh, it. Over on uh, iTunes, we have a new review. You guys, hey, what? go! Yeah. Oh man. Yes. So this is from uh, Neebs18. Oh, we know who that is. We know who that is. That means he's going to ask for $5. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, the, the headline is Community Equals Family. Mm. And, I love uh, that. Neebs wrote in the review, five stars, easy. I've been meaning to write a review for these guys for a while now. Notice I didn't say for this podcast. I feel like when I'm listening to Married to the Games, I'm right there in the room with Gabe, Tim, Chris, and Ed. These guys not only bring you a quality podcast to listen to and laugh at, but the relationships that have been cultivated by their community is unparalleled. Ooh, Once you've wow. become part of the MTTG community, you've become part of the MTTG family, and these guys do an amazing job at welcoming you into it. Sick. If you're looking for a great new gaming podcast that's clean, full of laughter, and lots of great future memories to build, then look no further. Seriously, stop looking for other podcasts. And <laughs> the job, man, these guys have to offer, they won't let you down. Thank you so Sick. much, Neebs, for that review. Neebs, that is that's awesome, awesome Neebs. Thank you, buddy. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good he had to ban him. Yeah, exactly. So good. No, man. Thanks, oh, dude. That's man. amazing. Um, That's awesome. Thanks, Eduardo. You bet. Well, every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no it, different, except that oh, it was bring a this one. quick bring fire. It. Yes, sir. Bring so it. So I'm going to need you guys. I'll, I'll repeat the questions a little bit as we go, but try to remember them along so I don't have to read the whole <laughs> thing down every single time. But I'll read you what the quick fire was. The quick fire was, okay. do you use cheat codes? Do you replay games? Do you prefer first or third person? Do you own the same game on multiple systems? Do you prefer shooters or fighters? Online co-op or couch co-op, which one's better? Do you listen to soundtracks outside the game? Mobile game, do you do that? Did you play at friends' houses or did friends play at your house? Dang, that's a long quick fire. It's a long quick fire. What was that middle one. part again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Starting over on Discordia, we got Terra Jacked. I don't use cheat codes, but I enjoy hearing about the fun ones that devs add. Hmm. I have to say I'm part of that group. Mm -hmm. uh, I replay mm -hmm. games I love every few years. First person for that immersion. Ooh, first mm. person for that immersion. That kind of almost mm. rhymed there. Uh, no, I usually don't want to pay for something twice, even if it's not on my preferred platform. Mm. I'm into shooters, but if I 
keep getting worse, I'll have to switch my pram my primary <laughs> and stick to fighters. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I love couch co-op, but online co-op allows me to connect with more people. Mm. Um, I'm almost always listening to video game soundtracks. I don't usually Ooh. do mobile games, but I hear about a good free game that I'll play. I'll play it once or twice. We'll play Clash Royale once or twice. There you go. Uh, he said, my friends play at my house. I'm usually the one hosting the gatherings. Nice. Nice. I like that. Nathan mm -hmm. Dugas. Cheat codes, not really anymore. Did all the time as a kid. Not uh, Doesn't really um, replay games, but usually if a game I love is ported, remastered, remade, I will play it again. Hmm. Third person most of the time. I have purchased Final Fantasy uh, 4 on three platforms, 6 on wow. three platforms, 7 on four platforms, 8 on four platforms, 9 on three platforms, and soon 12 on my fourth platform. Oh, there are plenty wow. of others, so yes, very yes. Uh, fighters in the 90s, shooters today. Couch co-op when possible, but online co-op in games like Destiny uh, Destiny 2 is awesome. If I'm not listening to podcasts or YouTube videos, 90% of the music I listen to is from video games. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, he's, uh, he does not mobile game because if he had the time to play something on my phone, I might as well be playing on my Switch, Vita, yeah. 3DS, etc. That totally mm -hmm. makes sense. And he says uh, either or on the friend's house. Mm. Um, uh, Fluxel. Only if I'm stuck and it's starting to distract, uh, detect, detract from the game or it's getting you, getting you something fun like a friend's head or a basketball player. Does he use cheat codes? Uh, he rarely replays games, prefers first person uh, for shooters, third person for everything else. Doesn't usually own the same game. Exception is don't starve. He prefers shooters over fighters online for most co-op, but couch for racers. Ooh, mm, that's kind of wow. good. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, listens to gaming soundtracks and almost max level in Pokemon Go, so yes to mobile gaming. Uh, and only um, board games at friends' houses. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. All right, Twitter. This is about to sound like the quick fire. Yes, after beating the game on cheat codes. Not anymore replaying games. Third person. Uh, same game on multiple consoles. Yes, Overwatch, shooters over fighters, couch co-op. He says, mm. um, yes, Mirror's Edge Catalyst is uh great to work out to when it comes to a soundtrack. Ooh, there you go. More recently, he's been playing mobile games and them at mine. I was the game oh, kid nice. with the friends coming over. Chelsea Capri, who's hey. married to that handsome Canada handsome. Mm. Yeah, Canada handsome. <laughs> she mm. probably disagrees. She probably thinks he's handsome, handsome, mm. not just Canada just, handsome, just handsome. <laughs> yeah, exactly, worldwide handsome, worldwide, That's right. worldwide. <laughs> she doesn't use cheat codes. She does re replay games, third person. But I like both, and uh, the and uh, wait, third. But I like both, and the to play. First person more. Hmm. I don't know about that one. <laughs> That's all right. Maybe she said it meant like to play. Yeah, maybe mm, so. Uh, Canada grammar. <laughs> <laughs> she owns the game. She owns uh, uh, games on multiple consoles. She prefers shooters. 
She says she likes the couch, but I play online next to Sean Capri. So oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's kind of like the couch. That's awesome. Yeah. She sometimes listens to They're soundtracks. They're cute. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mobile game. And she said her house. We always had all the systems and the games. Wow. That's nice. so cool. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Axel Osif at Axel Axel. Ex- explosive ex- explosive there you go <laughs> that was a situation that's american grammar that's american <laughs> grammar for you america right there yeah and that's deep south america reading mm. <laughs> all good cheat codes rarely replays games yes they do third person uh same game on multiple systems yes only because i was gifted one after i had the other Mm. <laughs> they say they suck at both sh- both shooters. Uh, <laughs> I could play the objective. That's about it. Uh, couch co-op online is a good alternative when you can't have the real thing. Listens to soundtracks. Rarely does mobile games. Don't like the structure of most mobile games. And played at friends' houses. Woo. Nice. Man, nice. I mm-hmm. didn't know that I wasn't going to have a voice when I sent out this quick fire. Uh. (laughs) Aaron Christopher Moore over on Facebook cheat codes only in GTA (laughs) yes to replaying games first person shooters third person RPGs yes Xbox uh, Xbox and PC so that that kind of counts because the gamers uh, thing I know I own Cuphead on Mm -hmm. the I bought Mm -hmm. it on PC but it floated over to my Xbox one which I love uh, shooters over fighters, online multiplayer, doesn't listen to soundtracks, doesn't mobile game. Uh, and he said both as far as going over to houses. Nice. Co- goes and comes over to their house. That's nice. Joseph nice. Grimm, cheat codes? No. Uh, replay games? Not unless it's multiplayer. First person? Yes. Own game on multiple systems? Yes. Shooters over fighters. Online over couch? Yes, but not often on the soundtracks. No to mobile gaming. Yes to going over friends' houses growing up, but not now. Last but not least, Greg Legowski. Greg Legowski. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching you. (laughs) I'm watching you, Legowski. Always watching. (laughs) (laughs) No cheat codes for Greg. Replays retro games, you know, when my massive backlog just doesn't call to me, so I play Legend of Zelda for the 30 millionth time. <laughs> nice. First person, yes, owns multiple games, but most uh, mostly by accident, humble bundles and things like that. Shooters mm. over fighters, couch co-op over online, sometimes listens to soundtracks outside of games. Mobile games, sometimes wordscapes currently. And both, we also frequently swapped cartridges or tapes, as my grandmother called them. Ah, <laughs> Close that's enough funny. when nice. it came to the friends. Thank you guys so much for answering the quick fire. That was a, mm-hmm. a bad Woo. idea on my part. Love it. <laughs> but you can go check out all the answers. We actually got a lot more answers to the quick fire uh, than mm-hmm. we've been getting to some other questions. So that was a fun time. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, you know where to find us Facebook.com slash married to the game. Come join the group, the M Tim. MTTG community group talking is harder than it sounds mm. on Twitter twitter.com slash MTTG like Ed said youtube.com slash married to the games married to the games.com now on Patreon patreon.com slash MTTG and the married to the games team is officially up and going 
on Extra Life, extra-life.org slash team slash MTTG. And people are joining already. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really fun. And I'm nervous already. (laughs) So there you have that. And um, Eduardo from Dallas, Texas. Uh, Rate us on iTunes. Leave a comment and subscribe because we are the most powerful podcast. That's right. Ooh. Nice. Booyah. You want the Better watch out, Thanos. Podcast. We're coming. <laughs> That's right. Come to MTTG. I'd like to see you snap on this. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's get into some questions. Gonna start with Discord, Chris the Rock. If you could plug your brain in a matrix style virtual reality, would you do it? You could change the game whenever you want. You can bring your friends and family, but you cannot go back to reality though. Ever? No. Oh, ever? No. Sounds oh, like ever. No, no, then no, no. No, I wouldn't do that. No. You had no, me at a yes until you said never. That's right. I know, right? If I could, yeah, I would, yeah. I would definitely have done it up until that point. But not if it's Matrix style where they have to put that big metal rod in the back of your head. Yeah, that's I'd be too nervous crazy. about that. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I lost everything in a house fire, mm-hmm. like family and everything, and I was confined to being a vegetable in a, hotel, in a hospital, You're a then vegetable. yes, I would do it. Absolutely. Yes. But other than so that. We have, so it's a conditional no. Yeah, so, because yeah, I still yeah, want to hug my children and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. I'm not. That'd be amazing. Yeah. All right, good question. Shep Dog, I was recently having a discussion with my friends about the Star Wars teaser trailer. Holy cow, we haven't even talked about that, have we? Try not to. Okay, great. (laughs) I informed them that I wouldn't watch it or anything else pertaining to the movie to avoid spoiling anything for myself. Hashtag zero frames. I also plan to watch it once by myself in the theater prior to going with any friends or family. Yes, I realize this is considered childish and selfish behavior, but some folks can't be trusted. (coughs) Cough, cough, kids, cough, cough. Amen. (laughs) For the question, I was curious, do you have any weird traditions or hangups surrounding a particular intellectual property? Um, I'm the same. I'm doing the same with Endgame. I'm I'm not wanting to see anything. I'm not so crazy about it. Like, don't talk about it. But I definitely will like plug my ears and close my eyes if a trailer comes on. I just don't want to see anything. I want it to be no. all uh, the first time. Uh, again, I'm not freaky about it, but definitely am getting like that in my old age. Agreed. Yeah, when I was younger, I would read everything I could get my hands on before the movie came out. And I've s- totally swapped positions mm. as I've gotten older. And now I'm like you. It's like, yeah, I don't want to know anything. Yep. Yep. Chris? Maybe I'm young at heart, man. I read this stuff. Dude, yeah, you now, do. Now, I don't, yeah, do. I don't read do. everything. Like, for instance, um, they had the premiere, I think it was on Monday. And so, and the um, embargo had lifted. So a lot of people are putting up their reviews or their first impressions. Of course, most of them say, like, no spoilers, but I've not even touched any of those. I don't want to mm-hmm. read. I don't want to know the specifics. But, like, if you put out a, tra- a teaser trailer and then a teaser trailer two and then an official trailer and then, like, a little first look and then I'm going to watch every single one of them. I will Every watch the single one I will watch the teaser trailers. And I in won't particular watch anything other than that. In particular or when it comes to. to Star Wars, I will read 
almost any fan theory or and all that kind of stuff because really? I, I find it nice. I find it fun to see who gets Where what right. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who nails what? Do, who that. like? Yeah, okay, good. they actually had an inside source, or it's just some speculation. Who ha? But they got close. That's cool. I, I like to see all that. Stuff. I definitely actually do that too, but it's only after I've seen the movie. Because yeah. I don't want anybody to accidentally be right and me feel it coming in the movie. Yeah. Right, right. That's where right. I am. Because mm-hmm. people are smarter than I am, and I just, you know, the internet is almost undefeated, and so it's like, it's hard mm-hmm. to know that everybody got everything wrong. What about mm-hmm. you, Tim? Yeah, yeah. I'm the exact same way. I, uh, as you, Gabe and Ed, I don't read anything, watch as much as I can. I'm doing that right now with Game of Thrones uh, because it comes out Sunday evening, but I don't have a chance to watch it then, so I will watch it first thing on Monday. And I'm just, mm. I don't look at Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or anything until after I've watched uh, the actual episode. Yeah. Um, just, just to avoid spoilers. But, you know, I, yeah, I just, I want to be surprised. That's the beauty of it. It's, it's the one thing that like, we don't have to go in and speculate. Let's just watch it. And then we'll make our, you know, well, we can discuss it and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So Gabe, are you mm-hmm. saying that you did not watch the Star Wars teaser trailer? No, I said, I will watch the teaser. Okay. Like I'll I'll watch that first little bit because I know that it barely has anything in it, and then I right. want to try to avoid the rest as much. But I do know that like somebody released what trailers will be at the beginning of oh, Avengers. Oh yeah, and I freak. I think one of them. I was like, I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, so I won't be saying them. I wouldn't say them anyway. But I remember being like, Ooh, I don't want to see that one. But I love Ooh. trailers. It's the only problem. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But, but the one, yeah. the, the current one that just released the Star Wars trailer, are you saying you didn't see that? The teaser one I watched, yes. Okay. Okay. All yes, right. I did watch it. Yeah. Good question. Great question. Mm-hmm. Calm Fury. Parental question here. My daughter is almost two. She is now very self-sufficient on the playground. I don't feel the need to follow her up the steps or down the slide anymore. What I don't trust is all the other kids running around the playground. That's right. One kid... One kid who looked about five tried to climb over her to get down the slide first. Mama Bear told the kid no and to back off. My question is, how do you deal with other kids acting a fool in public play- spaces? Push them down. I mean, seeing no. a kid Heisman stiff arm my less than two-year-old <laughs> makes me upset, but I also don't want to be a helicopter dad or get my head ripped off by other kids' parents. Brother man, welcome to parenting. It's just going to happen because kids are idiots, parents are idiots, and it's just you're just going to have to kind of wade those waters and, and kind of figure it out. You're going to get in a fight with a parent. Not just kidding. Not really, but like, you know, (laughs) some people don't parent. You got to remember. And some people are bad parents. And so I would say you gotta, you gotta look out for yours. I don't care about that kid. I'm not going to see that kid again, probably. And I don't care about their parents if the kid is acting up. And so I'm like, Hey, 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 let's try to yep. let's try to go one at a time, guys. Let's try to go one at a time. And I yep. try not to automatically jump to it's the other kid's fault. So yes. I try to That's say, good, hey, good. guys, let's both of us take turns on the slide. You know, right. instead of being like, hey, little boy, the blue, let my son go first. That's when right. you're looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. But when you're on the playground, they're kids and kids are extremely selfish. Those kids don't care about your kids well-being. Nope. And so um, I, I, th- I think you got to be like, hey, 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 hey. Come on, guys, let's try to. And if a parent wants to step up, you just be like, look, I'm just trying to get him to come down the slide safely. That's all. My kids, too. Yep. Your kid is twice the size of mine. So, yep. you know, let's not be stupid. That's that's perfect. Couldn't have said it better. You'll be myself. all right. Don't yep. be don't it, be worried about another parent getting mad at you. This this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about you. You just take care of your daughter. But also, like, these are mad. always 
these are always good learning curves for your child as well. If That's something right. does happen, and even if your child did something, and That's you right. you know tell them go handle like, that. show them hey this is this is not right this is not how we treat other people that's like, right just yeah it's it's common sense man i think a lot of it comes down to common sense so but just kill them with kindness too that always helps that way you won't get your head ripped off yeah exactly yeah cool uh nathan dugas if you have uh if you have any platinum trophies which ones make you the most proud one of mine is for final fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age, which I had beaten in its original version on PS2, but never completed all side bosses or challenges, and did so in the PS4 version. Oh, wow. The second is Persona 4 Golden. Oh, Godspeed to you, which took me four full playthroughs and just under combined 258 hours of game time. Nada. It's it's technically (laughs) uh, doable in two or three playthroughs, but I decided to aim for the plat late in my second playthrough and mess up some things on my third, preventing me from doing it in less than four. Nah, Doc. As a side note, I'm buying Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, for the fourth time on Switch and excited to finally play it portable. Wow. Godspeed? Yes. You, sir? Yes, Godspeed. And um, that, yes, you should seriously be proud of that. Absolutely. Um. All right. Platinum trophies. Which one's most proud? I mean, of? I, I'm not a pla- I'm not a trophy hunter, so I, I'll just say the most recent one I got, which was Spider Man, and I was proud because um, I I did hunt that one down. Like I purposely went through the list, saw what I was missing, went and did it. Went back to see what I was missing, did it again. Went back to see what I was missing, and and, nice. and finish it. So I'll just, I'll say, I'll say that one, or Far Cry. I don't know. That one took some of the community helping out, so I always yep. love that. Ed. Yeah, I'm not a trophy hunter either. So you just got your first I, platinums this, uh, yeah, this year, and, and <laughs> it so it's like. kind of like eh, that's kind of cool. But I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm proud of any of them. It was just kind of like that was kind of like fun. Yes, you know. But I, I it was it was more fun to chase them than it was uh, leaving me feeling proud after. Yeah, there you go. What about you, Christopher? Um, I'm a little bit with uh, Ed in the sense that I don't know if proud of it per se is the right way to phrase it. I maybe just happy that I have it yeah, is yeah, more, yeah. more about it. And so for that, I, one, and I, I only started uh, chasing uh, trophies and platinums and whatnot this generation. So I didn't do it at all in the PS3 generation, but can I guess which one is your most, your, your the favorite? most. Yeah. Can I, I guess uh, you can guess overwatch overwatch. I, honestly, I don't know which one's the number one. It's hard because it, because Overwatch, yes, that's definitely up there. That's one of the ones I was going to mention. I was going to mention a handful of them. Um, but Destiny one, that flawless oh, Raider yeah. trophy, and that mm, was not tough. easy. And yes. that took that took wasn't even dependent on just me. That took a whole team to do that. That's one. right. That's right. Um, mm. I'm really glad and happy to have the one for Metal Gear Solid Five because it's the last Metal Gear game. I'm really happy about that one. Um, mm. I was really happy about getting the one for God of War. Um, I really, oh, really yeah. enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, Overwatch and then Destiny would be the other two that I, w- I would say. And I, I mean, all the ones that I have, which I only have like 10 or 11, I don't have like an astronomical number of them, but I enjoyed getting them all, obviously, or I wouldn't have gone for them. But mm-hmm. those few in particular were, were really ones that was like, I, it's not just, a, oh, I want to do this because I'm still having fun playing this game. But it was like, no, I, I want to have this Platinum Trophy. To me, it's like a an homage, a way to, to like say, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed your game and I want to show that in yeah. some way. And that's sure. how I'm doing it. 
Yeah. Totally makes sense. My, my most proud, uh, apart from, I think my first one was probably the walking dead when they popped that up on season one. Oh yeah. Like that was cause, and that was an easy one. But uh-huh. the one that I, the first one that I really grinded out was the second son one. And I really enjoyed it. Oh, and yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that was my first true, like, go for it, go get it platinum. And, and you had, had to play great, it twice. And you had to play it twice. And I had, a, mm-hmm. and I had a great time doing it. And so it was, it was awesome. And I'm, I'm with you, Chris. The God of War one, I think, was very gratifying as well, because that just that game was just ridiculous. You know, I will, <laughs> I will say this one other honorable mention, I guess I should say, is a uh, Hellblade, because I played oh, that yeah. game four oh, times. Yeah. I forgot to get that. that you got that one. I played that That's game four times, and I was. And that was a lot of frustration. While I was doing it. Yeah. Was but by the time I got to end that fourth playthrough, I was like, I'm actually really glad I did that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. I love that. That's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, Beefmaster Serta, are you part of the newfangled avocado craze? Or would you consider yourself OG and been eating them for years? <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. When did avocados become like so crazy? Like, I don't know. I'm, Once they became I've been eating them blood forever. avocados. Love, yeah. I love me some guac. Yes, I know it's extra, but I love <laughs> yeah. me some guac. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of the same with you, Tim. I like was avocado. late to the party on it, but not because it got popular, but just because Jenny likes avocados. Oh, yeah, and man. so I started eating them once we got married. Um, but they weren't really on my radar before that. Um, and then also, I just recently found out I have a slight sensitivity to them. So that's a bummer. Do you really? No, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, which I don't think is fair. But I don't think it's going to keep me from eating them because I love guacamole. Yeah, you just power Mm -hmm. through that, man. Power through the pain. Yeah, it's like a milkshake. Like, I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm not going to not have a milkshake. What do you think this is? (laughs) Yeah, what are you, nuts? Yeah, seriously. It's not crazy. (laughs) That's so funny. I don't even remember what the question was anymore. No, you're good. (laughs) You've answered it. Sweet. Uh, Anybody else? I do not eat avocados. You do not? Ed, you're OG like me? Yeah. Nice. Facebook, Brian Nebel, if you were to get a tattoo based off any video game, yep. what game would you choose from? What would your tattoo be and where would you put it? Mm. I want a I actually want a Nintendo controller on my like an OG contend, Nintendo Ooh, controller on my I like arm. It. Yep. I want one. Uh I don't know if I would do a game. Yeah, that'd be tough. But like it would have to be like, you know a ghost from Pac-Man or Pac-Man or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would want, I would, I don't know if I love anything too much to, even though as much as I love Final Fantasy seven, unless I got like a collage of them, like to where it was just a seven or, you know, or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't know. So Chris, um, I will not be getting a tattoo because I'm a no ink rebel. Yep. Um, but if I were going to get something, it would have something to do with Metal Gear. Yep. I don't know exactly what it would be because there's so many different things that I could choose and, and think about. I'd have to really give it a lot of thought, but it would be something from that series. I, and as far as where, I mean, it probably just the traditional like on your shoulder, you know, or on your, you know, yeah, right there on the side of your arm or something like that. Or maybe back when I was a little bit younger and I thought about maybe one day I might want to get something if I found something cool enough. I thought about putting it on uh, my right shoulder, like on my back. Only because that way, you know, if I don't want to show it off, I just wear a shirt. And if I want to show it off, then fine, yep. you know, because yep, you're at the pool, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I won't be getting one. There you go. Ed. Um, I don't know. I'd get, uh, 
DPS characters from Overwatch on each of my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. Like little I miniature like ones on each knuckle. Yeah, just oh, little, that's tiny, little tiny hilarious. Heads. A little tiny Reinhardt. Yep. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Or what funny. if you got like one of your favorite phrases you can have across your knuckles, right? Dipstick or something like that. Or boop. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That'd be perfect. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Dude, I would do our logo. Ooh. I would love to put our, I would do our logo. And it would be, be the second one. I know. Right. Right. Exactly. It'd be a smaller one. And maybe uh, I don't know if I do your it on forehead. my wrist. No, no. <laughs> in a little on tiny teardrop. <laughs> yeah, I killed a fool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be killing him on the podcast. I killed him with kindness. I, I would probably put it up on the shoulder or yeah, upper arm. So if I needed to, I can wear a, a shirt to cover it up. I would do that. I'm big on the same thing. Like I've always wanted a tattoo, but I don't know what I want. So if I don't know what I want and where to put it, I'm just not going to get one. But yeah. I still like them. There you go. So. It's not a big deal, but yeah, just man, I love, across I love our your chest. logo. So, and it just reminds me of our family anyway. So it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. and just real quick to be clear, because I don't want to get any hate or anything. I appreciate tattoos. I just don't want one. That's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. We're gonna get hate. Well, just stemming it off. I don't want people thinking yeah. like whenever you used to have those reality shows where it'd be like covering people who tattoo and stuff. I used to watch the mess out of those because I like seeing the art. I like the art. I just don't yeah. want it on me forever. Uh, yeah, I'm right. with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll wear All it on a shirt. That'd be cool. There Next week, Chris gets a tattoo. Yep. Uh, well, guys, that's one that he didn't have. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, we got uh, two more. Joseph Grimm. Hey guys, quick fire termin- uh, quick fire terminology here. Oh. Okay. De- den or man cave? Man cave. Man cave. Man, man cave. cave. Man cave. Unless there's Family? a bookshelf down there, then it's a den. Yeah. 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 Maybe there are two different things. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Family room or bonus room? Living room. I was about yep, to say, yeah, living room. Living room. I think, I think living room. I don't know that we've ever used the term family room, so I gotta say living yeah. room, I guess. Yeah. Uh, bathroom or fortress of solitude? <laughs> Ooh, bathroom. Uh, I just say bathroom. 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 Yeah, I gotta go to the fort- fortress of solitude is just too much words. Yeah, yeah. Or, I, I, or throne room. Either one. Alright, Twitter, at uh, Matt Galeza. When you purchase perishable items at the grocery store and the expiration date is your birthday, do you get a little excited? I don't do the grocery shopping in our house. I have, <laughs> so I would have no idea if that was the case ever. I think that would be fun. I do agree. I will say this from working at a grocery store. Uh, the expiration date, usually from that, you have three to five days after the expiration date until it really goes downhill. Right. So... If it's on your birthday, then you have still have a few extra days to enjoy it. There you go. It also yeah. depends on what you're getting that does have an expiration date on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there's a lot of factors there, but of course you could be excited. Yeah, I've, it's just never happened to me before. Yeah, I get a little excited whenever I see my birthday in anything. Like if it's a movie yeah. or a, 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 a license plate. I'm like, oh, look at that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Chris, you ever notice your birthday on expiration dates? I don't read expiration dates typically, so... No. Oh, ever? I mean, like so I'll smell something, and if it doesn't smell odd, then I feel like it's good. Oh, and you're more right, than a no ink rebel. It's good. Oh, shoot. You're wow. an eating rebel as well. Yeah, man. Next week, Chris gets food poisoning. <laughs> exactly. It's Tattooed happened. on his forehead. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, hey, I've, I've skipped one, and it's from our boy Lucas Ham Sandwich, so i got to give him some props. He says, happy Avengers Endgame Eve. Any predictions for what is coming? Does anybody want to say anything, given what we had just talked about? Nope. 
about three hours. Yep, that's yes. my prediction is three hours and two minutes. I will say this. It is going to blow away the box office. Any, any previous movie, it's going to blow it out. I think it already has a billion dollars in pre-sales, which uh, is, is that, like is unheard. Is that true? With a B? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, uh, I think it's approaching that. I saw an article on it. That's crazy. Click on it. Wow. But I think prediction, it will probably break a ton of records. A ton of box office records. I and want it's going to destroy stay there Avatar so badly. Oh, please, God, yes. Oh, yeah. That, that would be amazing. All right, now that's it for all the questions. Thank you, everybody. Woo. Appreciate it. I like it. Um, we've asked a version of this question before, but I thought I'd ask it again and get a little bit more answers out of you guys. Who in the gaming industry would you like to run into and strike up a conversation with? Who in the gaming industry would you like to run uh, into and strike up a conversation with? You know, this weekend, I would like to run into Uber and uh, Mitch Leslie, one of the casters for uh, Overwatch League. I'd love to talk to him and just say, you're doing a great job, man. Like just see him at a coffee shop? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's in town. Outside maybe. the thing? Yeah, yeah. There you go. What about you, Christopher? This one's hard for me because I think I've said it on the show before, but I don't really like meeting celebrity people of mm -hmm. any real celebrity st stature because I just, I don't feel like I know what to say to them. I mean, it's like, do yes, you, you entertain me with in your with, own head. Do what? Do you mean celebrity in your own head? What do you, what do you mean exactly? Well, like I see I, them as a celebrity, but really they're not. Is that what you that's mean? That's right. That's right. Well, it, it could be either or whether they're an internet celebrity or they're an influence celebrity or they're an actual musician or a real actor. Like I don't, it's like, I don't know if I consume their content, whatever that content is, mm -hmm. it's like, yes, I enjoy that, but that doesn't mean I know you. And that's just, it's just, it's like, what can I say to you? Like, Hey, I like that you do that thing. I don't know. Yep. It just feels weird to me. Like, why would I, they hear that all the time. Why do they need to hear that from me? So I get sure. kind of weirded out by it. But if I were going to, for the sake of the question, I probably wouldn't mind running into, and I feel like I could have a conversation with Game Over Greggy if I ran into him somewhere. Hey, because he cool. he, yeah. he, like he seems very approachable and like talk about literally anything. I wouldn't just need to know what's going on with him at that given moment. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, what about you there, Tim? Anybody from Naughty Dog? And when's the release date for Last of Us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I just I would actually say, look, I, you guys are. In, I think it's. It's amazing what you guys are always trying to push the envelope. You're sm uh, clearly smart at what you do and very efficient in, in your development. And, uh, and we love how you tell stories. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I would like to run into, uh, I wonder if he counts. Ninja? Does Ninja count? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, man. Man. Absolutely. A gaming industry guy. Only because I I think, and I could be wrong about this, because I don't watch Ninja, actually, so I'm not actually a fan of his, but I don't know if you could sit down at a coffee shop with him or not, or if mm -hmm. people would know who he was. I mean, he'd be streaming while it happens. Exactly. But yeah. Maybe he'd have to have you'd a have hat sign on of to something. not have his hair out um, to be a little bit more incognito. Right. Um, but yeah, I think Ninja, I think it would be just cool to talk to him and see, you know, man, when you were... 20 did you ever think in your wildest dreams mm -hmm. that right. it would turn into this you know what's been some of the ups what's been some of the downs outside of the trolls like i want to know about you know what's you know what did your parents think early on you know mm -hmm. just all those questions that you know i'd have to be really sitting down and interviewing him to to get out i think it would be cool just to hear about his journey a little mm -hmm. bit. oh yeah definitely agreed agreed yeah 
All right, let us know who you would like to run into in the gaming industry and strike up a convo with. See what's going on in their lives. Let us yeah. know. Um, and we will talk about it next week. 345, 345. In the books, 345 shows. Mm. Weeks straight. In the books. Mm. Crazy. Sometimes we just run over the number, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Ed um, and Chris, have an amazing time this weekend. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you man. guys have so much Please. fun. I'm so glad ball. that Chris didn't get to meet Sarah again. <laughs> Isn't that great? I'm so glad something came up last minute. She couldn't make it. I just, like we, I just like that the streak is alive. Every time yes. we meet, Chris tells me I'm still not convinced she's a real person. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I think said, Ed's I'm, just really good at CGI. Yeah. Yeah. He it's, said, it's, you know, I'm glad to know that now you're really good at puppy CGI as well. Exactly. You to your repertoire. It's <laughs> amazing. That is awesome. Yeah, oh have fun, gosh. guys. Tell yes. us all about have it. Have so wait. much fun. Will do. I'm Gabe Patillo. That's Tim Router. That's Ed Placencia. That's Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this thing. Bam!